And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 227. Of Monday mayhem, you know, it was a crazy weekend. I went to Vegas, I had a lot of hot sex with ladies, didn't come back home with HIV or you know, what, what's the other STDs like gonorrhea and all those other ones? Because you know, even if I didn't wrap it up, I blew my load in them and then I left actually. That's what black guys do they pound them out <laughs> and you calm the inward as you do it and you then you leave. Exactly what a sane person would say, right? That's a lie, that's a lie, that's a Okay, so uh, normally I just do a one-on-one, but tonight we're only going to be here for like a couple hours, max top anyway. Uh, v, my Joe Paisano, if you guys haven't met him, this is him. I haven't talked to V in a while. He just leaves like my dad all the time and just magically comes back. <laughs> you know the last episode Dude. you were on? I have episode, no idea. You were on, last on episode seven of this show. Damn. Yeah, so... <laughs> You've been gone just like my dad. Like I said, he was going to be like, oh, yeah, man, I'll be back. I'm not going to be like your dad. Literally haven't seen this guy in almost half a year. So, yeah. I'm going to go get cigarettes right back. (laughs) (laughs) And he was never seen again. So how's the the kids, man? Does she have like six now? Good. Five. No, good. Soon to be. You never know. But, no, great. Mm -hmm. You know? Growing every day. Didn't I tell you stop having sex? Didn't I tell you to use the protection plan? I did. I got a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. God damn. So how's things for, uh, you know, conservative land? You still going to be gunning for Trump next year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. He's the best we have. And I think that, you know, he's been... I think the media, uh, uh, for, you know, in the first election, second election, they, they they tried like the first election, they tried like laughing at him. He got voted in the second election. They tried telling everybody he's bad and then they cheated. And, and then, uh, you know, <laughs> this election, I think they're just trying not to talk about him. But it's really hard not to talk about him because all the other candidates are so unbelievably boring. They're so boring. What, what fun thing do they do? None of them. None of them. DeSantis wears cowboy boots. Whoa. Whoa. That guy's exciting. These <laughs> boots were made for walking, and uh, <laughs> that's what I'll do. That's how human beings talk and make jokes. I am trying to smile like a person now. Tim Scott, he's black. That's the only thing good about him. Wow. Was Vivek Ramaswamy. Kind of. I don't know how. I don't know. Isn't how he he like Indian? He's Indian, I like. Right? I don't know. He's so I. I like that guy because I think he's really entertaining and, he, and he's and smart. And, and you can tell he's like like he's doing this thing where he's like Trump's not that bad of a guy because he's trying to get Trump voters. It's very slick. It's very very slick. Hmm. But at the same time, him versus Trump is not an, it's not a fair fight. No, Vivek hmm. is not running for president. He is smart. This guy is fucking slick. Is a fucking dolphin's anus. He Ugh. is running for vice president. Yep. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he's doing it very, very effectively. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's going after DeSantis. He knows. He's like, listen, DeSantis would make a good VP. Trump's not taking Pence back. I mm-hmm. can make DeSantis look dumb, and I could be Trump's boy. That's what he's yep. very smart. I, yeah, 100%. <laughs> he's in it for the long game. He's not playing yep. a short game. He's playing the long game. And you yep. know what? If he actually stands behind the shit he says... I know that he fucking uh, he mimics a lot of Obamanisms uh, from his first campaign. It's already been exposed. It's completely obvious. But I mean, that's just him trying to like what he's thinking at it. 
more analytically. What worked for other politicians? Being young, saying these types of things, this type of way. He's talking to a different voter base. He's not talking to the socialist Obama voter base. He's talking to the America First MAGA supporters. What can he say and how can he say it to make it work? And he's just rewording some Obama comments and, you know, trying to repackage it. Basically, he's he's he knows marketing and that's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. If he stands by his ideals, then I will give him support for VP. I'm, you know, since I don't want to be a, you know, woman hating, hating piece of shit. I'm just going to vote for Nikki Haley because I love women. Obviously, I love Vagina. Ah. How long have you been a member of the Communist Party? It's about two since I was born because I'm black. They they say apparently <laughs> we're born into being communists. Actually. Yeah, you got to <laughs> right on your butt right when you came out. Like you know, what's crazy dude. I was arguing with <laughs> this black guy. I was arguing with this black guy who called me a coon. So I sent him something where it proves that black people do more crime against white people than vice versa. He just didn't reply back because obviously, you know, that's just yeah, how really black people do all the crime. Just saying, it's not a racist thing to say. It's a statistical fact. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you, you can also like go to him and go out of the pin. You know, I'm just saying. You also, you also go to him and be like, hey, listen, if it gets you angry, why don't you hit me and add to the statistic? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. But it's crazy it's out there. It's just those black-on-black crime numbers, buddy. Thing is, I never, dude, I never got your opinion on this, even when we, we talked last time. I mean, so we'll probably do a one-on-one later, later on at some point. But we're on Rumbles. We can freely say anything we want to. I can say bitch fuck monkeys in the N-word right now. And that's going to happen to me. You know, and I hate and I love black people, even though he that's says, a lie. when he says the N word. <laughs> Did you get your Nega bands yet? What's that? Never got your Nega bands. I feel like this is some like <laughs> Nega balls. <laughs> some weird thing. So, how do you a... feel about, so how do you feel about tranny freaks? Me or everybody? Yeah, you. I never, I never people here. The way no, I but they're you're white. All right. Um, I mean, I'm white. The camera's your armage, but I'm, you know, you know, you see that? There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it's whatever, dude. As long it's one of those things where it's like gay tranny, whatever. Just don't push it on me. Don't like whatever. And you're good. Just do it. Go. Like, I don't care what you do. Just away from me. And that's fine. It's that simple. Hmm. You know, there was a person that was talking today. On Twitter, he put out a tweet and he was like, uh, what makes you the most right wing? And someone said, women without a penis. <laughs> I wish it I was like, so true. Okay, I get it. You know, uh, but how's everyone's weekend actually? It's good. Saw so Godzilla minus one and Lady Ballers in the same day. So that was pretty fun. Awesome. Okay. We saw Godzilla minus one. It was awesome. Really, Wasn't really good. Great. Really good movie. Fucking yeah, mask. Really good. Did he torch all the black neighborhoods? You, the black neighborhoods all in of them? Japan. Are those the ones you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, just, they didn't I, fucking exist. I love how I'm not seeing any criticism whatsoever about lack of representation. It's like, oh, you mean something yeah, you that's authentic many- to the time period and the setting? Doesn't have representation, doesn't have 2023 representation. Imagine my shock. (laughs) Guess what? The population of post World War II Japan was Japanese. (gasps) Really? 
Really? There wasn't black people in feudal Japan? That's fucking crazy. I mean, I was really hoping for a strong, independent black woman with... uh, (laughs) Pronouns in the bio. Land in America. uh, (laughs) To come in and tell them, this is how you're going to stop this big old lizard, yo. (laughs) Well, the thing thing (laughs) the thing about that is trans people only complain about not having representation. They actually don't go see the movies. That's why like Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel's it flopped. Because they just bitch about it, but they don't put their money where their mouth is. The number total today, (laughs) it's going to be the most into movie. It lost so much money. Holy shit. That's a fat L. Home Uh. home family movies make more money than that stupid movie. We knew this before they even rolled it out. Before the the 80th reshoot, we knew like (laughs) it was going to flop. (laughs) And And then we heard the price tag, $300 million. Nothing is going to make that up. Absolutely nothing is going to make up that. They could have donated half of that and used a handy cam. Filmed the rest and then took the rest of the money and then put put the original Avengers movies first and second one in the theaters and this movie and they'll still would still dominate this. It, it was embarrassing, but I mean I you would, know liberalism. I would, I would see 2012 <laughs> Avengers in the theaters again in a heartbeat. I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, so many people guys? would. You want yeah. you want to make back your money? Release the Avengers films in theaters. Dude, huh? the final I, would, I even like Age of Ultron. I me too. I liked it too. I made to see it. Uh oh, God! I hate white people in their opinions. It makes me <laughs> shiver down my spine. No, um, you remember the last Marvels trailer, the one that dropped on Friday before it came out that week? They they showed you a bunch of footage from the better movies. Yeah, <laughs> the first Iron Man, Winter Soldier, and they're like, "Hey, remember when things used to be good? Remember you actually used to like like us?" This is gonna continue the story put down by Avenger. Nope. This is gonna. Yeah, this this villain is gonna. Yeah, <laughs> well, I gotta lay off these member berries. Not being a fat faggot. <laughs> Remember how much you liked that cameo in Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame? Oh, yeah. Remember? Remember when you liked the all whammon scene? Um, no, oh, that no was so that. cringe. Oh, Little did we know bad. that. Oh, not oh, not in the trailer. The old women scene. The uh, oh, good point. We can't. We true. can't have Evangeline Lilly show up. Yeah. Holy crap. Why did all of the women on the battlefield just suddenly sync up like a menstrual cycle and there's one <laughs> specific point in the battle to just stand there? We'll Stop. take care of this. Stop it. My favorite part is when they got together and complained about slavery in the year 2023, in case everyone forgot. I love that scene. <laughs> they said, remember, everybody, you fucked up black people. You're all evil, white people, specifically white men. And then the movie kept playing, and I was like, yay! I can't wait, I can't wait to see that scene again. Queen, I'm talking about Africa, Africa, Africa uh, modern day 2023. You mean Neo Africa, aka yeah. the imaginary land? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the shit. cringiest part, the cringiest part that ate at me. And every time I saw it, I just it just ate at me. They would have like dudes or in like dashikis or African garb. But mm-hmm. by the way, made in China mostly, but they have them in the shikis going there going, This is my culture. Bro, it's made up Neo Africa. It's not even a, not a thing. You've never <laughs> even had a tenth of this. <laughs> 
Like they've never been oh. to Africa, but they want to watch a movie pretending they are. It's, it's the, the craziest that, thing um, ever. The same thing with yeah. that guy from the Netherlands. Remember the guy that the conservative that won because he said he hated leftists and what they stood for. People don't oh, yeah. even live in that country. It's like where people are more championing for a motherfucker in another country they they've never even stepped foot in or ever will live in than their own country. No, I free Palestine. It's like oh shut the fuck up. You fucking what's, what's oh, so crazy? God. Just in the last few years, what have we had? The the Italian. Prime Minister, Premier Leader, whatever that that yeah, lady who bad though a lot. Yeah, she's kind of rescinded a lot of her stuff that she said. But also we had um, what was it? Guy, just guy that just won for in Venezuela. I don't know if any of these Argentina. Oh, did I say Venice? Yes, yes, Argentina. Why did I say Venezuela? Yes. What the hell? One of them. One of them. One of them. South American countries. And then I we have thought... like, and then yeah, and then that then that Dutchman, then that Dutch Prime Minister, like how. Is pop is like populism winning? Is I really populism I'm, winning? I'm not elections for what? Well, mm -hmm. if, if it's done without cheating, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be easily yes. The bottom line but, is the only way they can continue to win and win the in the way they have been is to cheat and cheat more blatantly and more obviously. The 2020 uh election is a prime example of that. The only thing they had to do was j6 and oh insurrection questioning elections integrity is on uh you're going against democracy and that's terrorisms and shit now do 2016 i remember so desperate and they they can't get any more desperate than they are right now mm -hmm. they are shitting the bed and because more and more people like we were just saying when we started the stream, how many actual like hardcore Biden supporters do you know in real life? None. Like, I've, I've, I've seen I leftover Biden Harris 2020 stickers. I have seen no 2024. <laughs> <laughs> we're due for a psyop. We haven't had a slap in a while, so I'm waiting. I'm just I'm just sitting home waiting for my new psyop to come in the mail. You know, <laughs> telling me how bad uh oh conservatives are and that you should not vote for trump because something we're, we're just do, it's gonna happen soon so just get ready for that that's gonna happen i guarantee you it's the free palestine the movement. you see the way these that's... people are acting everything they're doing right now is completely desperate yep i mean it's like the scene from starship troopers when doogie hauser puts his hand on the fucking bug and it's like <laughs> it's afraid that is really <laughs> happening right now us on cnn we're all doogie hauser <laughs> God bless you. I know it's Barney Stinson. Right. Dude, that's great. Dude, you know what's crazy about the Marvels? It's the race of men they hated was the race of men that actually supported the movie the most. It was white men, Mex uh, Mexican men. It was black, then Asian. The race of men they yeah. despised supported the movie more. So it's not that men don't want to see women in leading roles. Women don't want to see women in leading roles. Because <laughs> women are vindictive pieces of shit, for being honest. Because their characters suck. Oh, yeah. You know what superhero I want to see? Miss Clean Shit Lady. She goes around the house and cleaning shit. And then her husband comes home and she cooks for him. That's a hero. Like, we the don't family need... Family Guy's Cinematic Universe presents <laughs> Consuela. <laughs> we don't need... The credit scene is a blowjob. Every female superhero they have showed us is just a real cunt. She just bitches and nags every two seconds. But Iron Man was like, I'm oh. just trying to figure shit out. Uh, uh, Captain America was like, I'm trying to figure shit out. Every broad just has been complaining. It's insane. Like, that's why nobody cares. The only it one that's been remotely a, uh, tolerable has been Kate Bishop. You know, YouTuber that coined the phrase, the no fun Marvel mommies. And that's <laughs> yeah, like, 
exactly what they all are. Like, like we had female characters that have been in movies that have been amazing, like Ripley and Alien is easily like the top tier one because she never bitched about situation. Connor, she just Alice dealt with it. Medieval. Yeah, they never complain about the situation they're in. They just dealt with it and tried to like deal with, like survive it. And then you got like Captain Marvel. She's like, I'm just better than everybody. It just sucks to be better than everybody. Just, nobody likes me, but I'm going to be better than everybody. I didn't know how great I actually was. That's my, that's my weakness. <laughs> my weakness Boring. is self-doubt. Congratulations. Therapy was your one weakness. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Well, uh, a character they never bring up anymore, and there's a good reason why, and I'm going to fucking lay it out for you, is the bride from the Kill Bill mm. uh, series, Uma Thurman. Beatrix Kiddo. Why do they not bring up her character? She's a complete badass and she can fucking smoke anybody in the room. And it makes sense because of the amount of training she's had in every different fighting style and methods to kill other people. She knows exactly what she's doing. She is not outmatched by anyone and it works. Why don't they bring her up? Because what was her motivation? She was a mother who lost her child. Hmm. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Actually, Ooh. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and, and she wasn't invincible. She wasn't Mary Sue. Oh she no, got she got her ass. ass. She was bleeding all over the place. Yeah. Oh, it, it, like every fight, you knew that she was going to walk away in a grave by goddamn drunk ass Bob or Bill. Bill. <laughs> that scene's amazing. With the he goes, we get the light. Or the bear spray. He's like shaking I it. Will melt the eyes right out of your face, bitch. You just keep mouthing off like that. <laughs> Based. I wish that character had more. Uh, that guy, the actor, I thought they were the actor, but he's a great actor. And I wish he had more screen time. Was, was, no, 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 no. no, no, no uh, the one who played his. Uh, David Carradine was Bill. It's the other one. The one who played his brother. Yeah, not um, Bill. Oh, oh. brother. Uh, Bob, I guess. Hold on. I forgot his Hold name, on. man. He's a great he's actor. Four dogs. He's the one that's like dancing while he cuts a motherfucking cop's ears off. <laughs> that Michael guy. Uh, Michael, Ma Michael Maston? Michael Maston? Yes. Yep. That guy is an amazing actor, and he's barely in anything. He's... It's crazy. He's... Yeah, he's really, really good. He. It's unfortunate that he's kind of just Tarantino's man, because there's some actors that get shoehorned in with certain directors, like, oh, you're 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 in a you don't really get into you don't really get cast in a movie unless you're unless your favorite director is do, is uh is making a movie. Well, it's funny. I remember the first movie I ever saw him in was uh Free Willy. I yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, Michael Madsen. movies. I love him in that movie. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's a gangster. He can be a fucking dad. Mm -hmm. uh, he can be comedic. He can be terrifying. Uh, the only reason he's really not much is he struggles severely with uh, substance abuse problems. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? Oh, that's sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, his voice definitely reveals it, but yeah. yeah. Donnie, Bro Donnie Brasco. He was great at Donnie Brasco, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when he when he's in his top form and he's in a movie, he fucking kills everything. He's one of the greatest yeah. actors ever. He just has too many personal demons. Yeah, like Reservoir Dogs alone proves that. He was awesome. Yeah. I hated him and I loved him and I want to see more of him and I wanted him to leave. It was really weird. No, that it's his brother is uh, John Travolta character wise in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Vince is the brother of the character from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. The last name's Vega. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, what's the other Vega? Madsen's Vega from Reservoir. I don't remember. Um, he's not. Nobody's nickname, isn't it? Yeah, Mr. Blonde. 
No, no, but yeah. his name was something Vega. Name. Yeah, what is, what is Vic Vic Vega, right? Vic Vega. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Vincent and I guess Victor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's such a good actor, man. I wish, like I said. If they need to have more scenes with him in it. And that's the minute it was he was up the little the cop. That was such a good scene because mm. you knew how horrible it was about to go down for that poor cop. You know that cop was screwed. Calmly trying to talk that, to the cop. It's like oh and the fact that they're playing that fucking song by Stuck uh, in the middle with you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, oh man. I also wanted to point out that other I would say, you know, Black Widow opened to a better opening weekend. And Black Widow had a day and date release on Disney Plus, and it had a better mm-hmm. opening than Marvel's. Just, just saying. So it's not about women. It has nothing to do with that. People just didn't care about this fucking movie from the beginning. I, I, I think it kind of has to do with that. It's just, they're just majority of them are just boring characters. None, none of them has anything that's really interesting. And one of them's black. black and one of them black looking Widow, for owner. Black Widow was kind of interesting, and she died. And they're like, oh, here's a movie about a character who's already dead. So everyone's <laughs> yes. like, I guess, I guess I'll see it. But nobody cared. Like... Yeah, yeah it's, like watching, it's like watching Han Solo die in The Force Awakens, and then we have a solo Star Wars movie comes out. Like, why the fuck would I care about this? Yeah. I've seen the character die. I know he's. I know he's gonna make it through. Yeah. <laughs> if they wanted to do Black Widow and Black Widow right, they should have had a full fucking espionage assassination movie, not be just Black Widow. It should have been Black Widow Hawk Hawkeye. Uh, and what was the name of that that mission that they always refer to in the movies? Uh, Budapest. No. Budapest. Yeah, Budapest? Operation yeah. Budapest. Yeah. You and I uh, are Budapest very differently. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Well, that yeah. and also they made Taskmaster a female, and they thought that it was going to be better because of that. And, and Taskmaster was cool, but like Taskmaster got to talk, and in the movie we saw this Taskmaster, it was just like grunting and angry. It was like yeah. angry lesbian Taskmaster, like fighting Black Widow. You're just like, ah, I don't care who wins, to be honest. Well, he's like, Taskmaster's kind of and, an asshole. Well, not, not to mention, yeah, yeah he <laughs> did. So it would have been great to hear him talk, like, fuck down. He's a Deadpool villain. Yeah. He is, he is matched with Deadpool because they are very similar in the way that they uh, deliver lines and operate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Very that cheeky. Bit, that would have like, been funny. It's a woman. Yeah, not when they're actually doing fight scenes because that was a guy. Mm-hmm. The stuff person in the costume was a male all the way up until the big lesbian face reveal. Ooh. We don't even know who that lady is. I mean, we know we were told later, but it's they act like it's such a big reveal. It's like, we've never seen you before. You're Olga Kurylenko. I, I recognize the actress. They scarred her up like crazy, made her look terrible, which is a shame. But like we don't know who this person is. It's like, oh, she's my daughter. Like I don't fucking care. I've never seen her before. It was, it they was just, a pointless. Re- it was a pointless reveal. Nobody they cared. just they nobody keep cared. watering down like characters. I, you know what it is? We're in a, a liberal arc, and then that arc's gonna end. We're gonna enter a conservative arc, and hopefully, we get more movies that are more conservative leaning because these liberal movies kind of suck. They start off really good. And then someone I don't know where just yells, throw a chick in it and make her gay. And then the movie just immediately everyone's like, Well, I ain't gonna watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, we're like, I ain't gonna watch that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> She's gonna get me. <laughs> that's like in every movie, like out of nowhere. It's like they have to like throw some of that crap in it. And it's like, why well, can't you just make a movie without like, like that's why Iron Man was so good? Because it was never about any of that crap. It was just a dude who had a lot of money, he was cocky. He got taken down and he realized he was he in he, in his mind, he was the bad guy by you know what he was yeah. doing. 
and he changed it, and then he had to fight another. See, that was, it was a cool dynamic, and and not once did it show any like, uh, uh, you know, did he show any like goofy Mary Sue shit? Like even he got his ass whipped on, which we all like to see. Dude, yeah, this Iron Man, he did not know what the fuck he was doing. He got his ass handed to him. Dude, even before, barely survived. He survived just by thinking beyond over up Obadiah Stane because Stane had him dead to rights. Yeah, like yeah. he he had firepower, he had size, he had weight, and it's like, oh wait, if I lure Tony, but was he was using his smart. mind. Something, oh, yeah, oh, but that's something that Stane didn't didn't account for, and he mm-hmm. got cocky, and he just he did he yeah. he's bodied like the worst trick of Iron Man, got greedy. Freezing. The freezing problem. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, even before that, remember there was movies that came out that people literally hate and despise still to this day. Somebody just forgot about. Them. You might remember that Charlie's Angels remake. No one liked that. Oh. Ghostbusters remake. <laughs> remember the Lady oh, Ghostbusters movie. Remember that. No one liked that. The Men in Black International movie with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. Remember that. Remember those movies that people oh. just automatically just they love so much. No, they were hated. Yeah. I just think we have too many dudes in those movies. Add more chicks in. That will fix the problem. <laughs> Get rid of those pesky men. We're going to um, make movies specifically marketed to women and be like, yeah, this is for you. Okay, then men, then fine. Men aren't going to go see it. Why aren't men seeing our movies? Well, I don't know. Maybe for an asshole. Variety put out an article just a few months apart from each other regarding the Charlie's Angels remake that you're talking about in this game. The first one was it's really standing up to these men. It's not made for you. And then a few months later, after it tanks, men are going to see Charlie's Angels, and that's the problem. <laughs> no, no, remember the, 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 the specific wording of it? It was, why aren't white men? It was, why mm-hmm. aren't white men willing to see women in prominent, and women, why aren't white men willing to see women of color in prominent roles? I remember, I was like, fuck, how much did you get paid to write that? That's so cringe, Who man. Movies, Who's sitting there going, man? I wish I, I wish I could see a movie with a black person in today. God, there's not enough <laughs> black movies anymore. I watch them all. <laughs> what do you mean? Just make I can only movie. watch in the heat of the night so many times. All these black <laughs> movies I've seen already. I've seen them ten times already. This action no, no. movie would be so much better if it had a more wow. black guy, brown woman. It's Liberals <laughs> are so dumb. They think that majority of men are just racist and are sitting there going, "All right." Show me all white people movies. That's all I want to see. Like, I had a lethal weapon marathon a couple months ago. And you know what? I didn't once think, huh, someone else should be Murtaugh. Someone else aside from Danny fucking Glover should be Murtaugh. And oh, they should probably get somebody aside from Mel Gibson, who's a little bit brown or a little bit, I don't know, more fit, more female to be Mel Gibson's character. No, no. Those are great movies. I love this brought up because that's one of my favorite film series of all time. They're all mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. No weapon. Because you have the family dynamic of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Riggs lost his wife. He was on the brink of suicide, had no family. If he didn't establish that friendship and that family element with Murtaugh, he would have died. Mm -hmm. And he was a member of their, by the last movies, he's just an, they're interchangeable part of the family. He walks in the house unannounced. They're just, he eats their dog biscuits. And, no, exactly. <laughs> and nobody that. thinks about any of the the other things. Like there are a few little things brought up, like when it comes to like racial uh tensions and this and that, especially with Murdaw. He kind of uses it to his benefit to get one over on people every now and then. And uh Riggs just kind of laughs and eggs him on. 
but for the most part, you're just seeing two fucking guys that have that like deep connection and that relationship, that brotherhood and that, and nothing else matters. Can't have any of that shit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that shit's bad. <laughs> In a liberal utopia, we don't like that. We like lesbians being Mary Sue's and white dudes getting ass beat by 100-pound skinny girls. That's real. Miguel Galadriel. <laughs> oh, no. 100-pound girl with a sword. Quickly, run. <laughs> Said nobody. So this, this oh, I have is there's no good or evil really defined in the story. God. <laughs> oh, suck a dick. Am I coming in good? Am I yeah. coming in good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, yeah, but I, I just froze for a second. No, I was, gonna, I was gonna mention, you know how people always try to rewrite history saying, oh, no one likes supporting black anything. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air wasn't supported. What? People must have been really racist because they love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. There's so many black, Mexican, Asian solos out there. People, it, it's a word that we used to call people back in the day. Posers. You just don't know anything. You're just faking your knowledge. There was plenty of that stuff out there. You, they just chose not to watch. You told me there was no Asian men in prominent roles. That's so, that's such a, such a crock of shit. It's literally a lie. It's factually a lie. The Crosby Show was the number one show in America for years. Yeah, for years. Many years, yeah. I and grew up on Family Matters. Urkel uh, is a household name in our mm -hmm. to this day. Who, we still who didn't like everybody Urkel. hates Chris. Who didn't like everybody hates Chris? Like who didn't like that show? I loved the dad Julius. He's my favorite character. He's the best. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh Terry Terry Cruz is Terry Cruz. He is <laughs> God, I love that character. All right. So I want to do something here. I want to celebrate women failing because I, I love when women fail. just <laughs> makes me all tingly inside. So as we know, being black is probably the biggest sin a person can commit in their life, right? I would think so. I think it's being okay. white, but okay, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> nowadays, it's like, holy shit, are you white? Sounds no, no. It's oh god, I hate that stuff now, man. People can be racist to. I don't even know how they even phrase that. I think everyone is like subtly racist to each other a little bit. Like everyone says racist jokes in the workforce. I, I, I make fun of taco people all the time, and right to their face, I'm like Cardenas, Bobina, Mosina. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Well, the ra racism has lost its flair. It used to be when someone said racism years ago, you was like, "Whoa, really?" Now someone's racist, you're like, "Damn, hey, you know." <laughs> I'll make, I'll make the odd sombrero joke, but don't you dare call me a racist. Yeah, okay, like jokes. Jokes didn't used to mat. They used to be kind of the uh, the immune to that yeah. uh, stigma. Like, no, oh, no, you're no. racist because you're. It's a joke, and like if you're going back and forth with your friends of multiple different races, and you're just ragging on each other and trying to go the most shocking. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's whoever has the best joke wins. Stereotypes. Mm -hmm. like, stereotypes were always okay. They were never, never, never like bad. No one cared. Like it just never mattered. Like, and now stereotypes can't even be used because stereotypes are basically the same thing as racism in common day, which is stupid. <laughs> stereotypes <laughs> equals racism. You're like, yeah. you're like what's that mean? Like, what? Well, now you know they say even just not being racist is actually being. You're still being racist. You just don't know it. You know, mm -hmm. so many people caveat. Right. So I want to show you guys like something. The goalposts are being moved. Constantly to exert yeah. control over your thoughts and ideas, huh? Someone likes preferred pronouns. 
preferred pronouns are a way of controlling someone's speech. Don't you have to call me that? I heard in America we have something called freedom here. I'll, I thought I don't have to do what you told me to do. I thought this was America. This is America. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. See how it is. I'm still trying to debate how someone can call themselves Why a you know, pal? How, how, how is someone a single person? They is literally, by the English definition, a plural word. It's literally what they teach you in school. They is a plural word. They're a single possession. Or they are a somewhat single possession. But they, you cannot be a they. If you call yourself a they, I know you're mentally ill. That is like, okay. Yes. Yeah, they yeah, is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use though. that pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we all hate women and we all just can't stand seeing women of color in leading roles, you know, Absolutely. I thought it would be amazing to celebrate the biggest MCU bomb in history. Now, key pieces of context here. The MCU okay. is the highest grossing movie franchise of all time. Holding around 30, 32 some odd billion dollars. So that means basically, you know, it's the biggest movie franchise in the world just by sheer money alone. So anybody directing a movie and putting it out and making it the lowest grossing ever into movie is so bad in levels I cannot comprehend. Because the biggest movie franchise in the in this planet, you would think to yourself as a normal thinking human being, there should be no lowest grossing ever. This is the biggest movie franchise ever. We know the fans came out and supported these movies. The number, the money right there that this franchise has gone throughout the years proves it. But Captain Marvel only made a billion dollars because of two various things. Luck. Well, that's how it made a billion dollars, actually. A sandwich between Infinity War and Endgame. And it makes only logical sense you'd make a sequel to a billion-dollar movie. Other than that, the third piece of context that one brings up is no one talks about Captain Marvel good. We are talking about Biden earlier in the stream, right? Because I'm I, obviously this is going to be out on YouTube. So you factor in. Have you met an actual Captain Marvel enthusiast in your life like at all? And any version of Captain Marvel outside of that uh, bikini long boots one that caused me shoes to wear a long time ago, outside of that version, was written was I mean, done by John Cochran. Yeah, that's yeah. Outside of that, no one likes Captain Marvel. No one really cares for it all. The only real life fans that I've ever met, and there are only a cut like very few, uh, have a few key identifiers homosexual. They couldn't tell me why they like it. <laughs> and the only reason they really, really like it is because people like me hate it. Right. And Most another of the time support is because it's just gainsaying anything is, like, oh, you hate it so much is because you're a terrible person. And I feel like a good person for liking what you hate. So therefore, I must mm -hmm. be a better person than you. It's ridiculous. Also, another thing to bring up, the reason why you mentioned context into things is because when someone tries to say some bullshit, if you apply context to it, you're like, wait a minute, what you're saying makes no sense. So the race of people that Disney and their actors and a lot of people that have been talking about them don't like, they, it's very clear these people are kind of racist to white people. I'm not saying all of them, obviously. You know, the you know the biggest race that went and supported the Marvels? No shit, everyone. White people. White men, actually. I don't white believe men. it. That's me, lesbians. <laughs> Trans lesbians, if you ask me. Tons of them. <laughs> Uh, white men love seeing women of color in prominent roles. Women don't like seeing women of color in yeah. prominent roles. Although it's like women just like seeing hot dudes. It's, it's crazy. crazy, right? Crazy, right? I mean, Selena's yeah, here. Guys, she like seeing hot guys in you know theaters. What? <laughs> honestly, it's fine. Yeah, there you go. You know, she loves seeing Jason Momoa get all wet. I do too. Well, you know, I mean, not not a Chippendale show, um, a movie in a the theater. 
<laughs> I, I, could, I, I could care less about Jason Momoa. <laughs> I thought you were fun. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dirty. That's, that's I don't bad. find him attractive at all. I really don't get it. What the f Ryan was oh, I love Ryan that game. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, okay, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. I mean, he's funny. Oh, God. So, do you like, you want to get, like, do you like Michael Clark Duncan? Yeah. He, okay. All right. He's a great actor. Are we talking oh, about I was thinking no, black. Yeah, I was saying because yeah, he's, he's black. That's the whole context of the conversation here. <laughs> so, well, guys um, want role models, and women wants guys to have role models that are manly. That's ultimately what it comes down to. And then, hmm. and then when you when you see some of these characters, they're just sissies, and you're like, and 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 you got a young kid looking at a cat and go, "What? Well, I ain't my role model. I got cross like a bitch every two seconds." Like, this is why, like a younger gen, my younger generation, we grew up watching like hardcore men do hardcore shit. And do with bullshit and overcome it and just go through it. You know, just work through it. And then now you got dudes just crying every two seconds, showing their emotions and being babies. Nobody wants to. No chick wants to see have a guy be a little bitch. Like no, none, zero, zero. Even the liberals are like, man, the fuck up. Like they just want <laughs> dudes to do like dude shit. And when you see these movies, the guys are a bunch of bitches and the girls are, are assholes. They're not even like real girls. Real chicks aren't like as much of just. A, they're just like, like, an example what was that X Men woman? She's like, oh, it should be X woman. No chick thinks that shit. No chick has that. No chick saying they're going, oh man, I wish the X Men could be X woman. They don't have that <laughs> thought in their head. But somehow they put that in a movie and, it, and it, a girl, the girl's supposed to clap like a bunch of, of sea otters. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> Only to liberals, it makes sense. No, no, and, it's and, like and, that G4 meme. Remember, talk to him, Frost. Like, they want to just literally just do like that, like, clap like yeah. that when women are speaking. <laughs> I knew that guy was a sissy, by the way, years ago. Years ago. So I want to show you guys this. I'm the lowest today. The lowest grossing MCU movie of all time. Uh oh. Is the Marvels. Oh. Shocked. I'm shocked. Shocked. I'm shocked. It's coming. Didn't the Monday after his opening weekend only got like a hundred bucks a theater? Oh, I think someone did the math. Another key oh, piece of context here. This movie had a worse opening weekend and day than The Incredible Hulk. Guys, that came out in 2008. I was in like eighth grade then. That's crazy. Oh, the Incredible Hulk was actually a watchable movie. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, now, keep. there's some key things we need to understand about how movies work now. If movies like this, which are very front-loaded, which means they have a very big budget, which means if the word of mouth and the amount of money they're making initially within like two weeks does not show any traction they'll just basically take them out of the theaters because it would actually cost studios more money keeping them in the studio keeping in the theaters now than running it, it it's it would basically just lose the money they, they basically might cut their loss put it on disney plus or sell it to like tv networks that's how you can make your money back Cash and by making your money back they're not making disney shit plus. what what fucking tv network even now in the year of 2023 is like we've really got to be paying for the rights to show the marvels no one cool. no one's doing that maybe lifetime ABC, then you're just paying yourself <laughs> All right, the Marvels ends box office run as lowest grossing MCU movie in history. All right, before I go over the actual article itself, how much you guys want to bet they're going to be putting in some massive cope, massive just blatant cognitive dissonance to basically ignore all the problems? Because people always love talking about everything around the movie, so the actual problem itself, guarantee it's going to happen. I, I mean, it's, it's Rebecca, right. it's Rebecca Rubin. Well. This woman is notorious, at least if it's the same one I'm thinking of, this it woman is, is notorious yeah. for horrible shitty takes that always places the blame on everybody else but the actual 
mm-hmm. but the actual content. She, it's this is gonna be this is gonna be gloriously painful. <laughs> There's nothing heroic about the final box office performance of the Marvels. The superhero sequel is officially the lowest grossing installment in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Franchise. Crazy, but I was it only it took was us 15 years from a black direct from a black female director. Oh, yeah, remember that? <laughs> so, yeah, this is true. This is the high and at the biggest opening weekend for a black female director. That is true, but it also is going to be the lowest grossing movie in the biggest franchise of all time. It's the biggest plot for a black female director. <laughs> all you're doing is focusing on the wrong fucking number. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> After four honest. weeks on the big screen, the comic book tentpole is running out of steam. No, it ran out of steam within like a day. That's it didn't really have legs to begin with. It's generous with 80 million, with 80 million in North America and 197 million dollars globally. That's oh, oh my god, that's pathetic. That's so bad. It didn't even make back its budget globally. What the? Usually, people rely on the global numbers to make to yeah. actually make back the budget and break even at very yeah. least. It couldn't even do that. Gee, this took it less than the Flash. That's crazy. That's actually insane because the Flash is a piece of shit. Holy it's expected crap. though. I mean, we had the three main characters, and then it all stunk. Miss Marvel already stunk. That TV show, that young girl, nobody saw that show, and the show stunk anyway. Like the clips we saw were were bad. Uh, and then Monica Rambo, bro, what? Nobody She's wanted black. her to be a thing. Oh, that was, okay, my mistake. Okay, <laughs> but let's She's be honest. The Flash Ameri- only She's made black money Ramen because of Michael America. <laughs> Good thing we had one of those around. We'd be considered racist if we did it. <laughs> hey, I don't got my black person be in this movie. I need one of those. <laughs> Human Never Shield activate. Because of uh, Miles Morales, like we can't call her Photon, or that might make Miles feel bad. Since Miles Morales oh, yeah. is Miles, Monica Rambo will just be Monica <laughs> Rambo. That's right. It sounds like Rambo, but no, no, it's Monica there would, Rambo. There would typically be optimism that attendance could rebound over the busy holiday season. No, it's not how it works anymore. If word of mouth is not good, movies flop now because usually when it happens with these movies at these big budgets, enough people would watch them to the point where it'd be like, "Hey, you tell your grandma, your step." father whoever that is so good you need to go watch it the word of mouth was so bad from this you can tell everyone basically went who everyone who, even people who did watch it, the very few that did basically went nah you dumb nope mm-mm, save your money go go buy amaranth only fans because that's gonna be way more worthwhile than this piece of shit her titties are actually pretty big but i i, I only look at them for research purposes actually all right but disney apparently like doesn't expect get that to be the case Jesus Christ, because they won't be reporting the film's weekend box office results any longer. Oh, Disney, they're not going to report the numbers any longer. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. Isn't that kind of racist to the black can people? Can they do Disney? that? Like, are they yeah, legally they allowed can. to do that? That's, that sounds like they misleading can. the shareholders a little bit. They probably, yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, those the studio the wrote on Sunday in the note they got. to press. Hmm. With the Marvel I'm saying the next shareholder meeting. We will stop weekend reporting of international slash global grosses on this title. That's this is just so bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's so bad the company went now. Nah, no, no more bad press around it. Huh. The film isn't leaving theaters just yet, and the two hundred twenty million plus budgeted tentpole is expected to play through New, New Year's. Why? It's just wasting money sitting there in the theaters. It literally is costing them more money keeping it there now than it is to just take it out. Whatever, I guess. 
However, this memo signals that the Marvels is not expected to generate notable coinage during the rest of December. Over the weekend, the movie tumbled to 11th place on the box office charts with just 2.4 million in its fourth outing. Wow. Wow. All right, all right. What was the thing kids used to do back in the day on the internet? Pay F for respects or something like that? <laughs> oh, my God. They still do that? Good. This one needs all, all the fucking paying Fs it can, it can get, actually. The Marvels opened on November 10th with $46 million domestically to land the worst debut in the MCU, the franchise's rare misfire out of the gate. I mean, Ant-Man, the Lost Quantumania, but whatever. That, things only got gloomier. Ticket sales cratered by 78% in its sophomore outing to cement another, uh, I'll just say, terrible record, the biggest second weekend drop of the series. With an early end to the theatrical run of the Marvels, 2008's The Incredible Hulk, which had $264 million, not adjusted for inflation, is no longer the lowest grossing entry in the series. This movie got beaten by something that was released in 2008, which was the second movie in the franchise itself. This is like getting accolades backwards. That's embarrassing. Oh, good lord. What if you learned? This degree of disappointment is unusual because Marvel is the most commercially successful film franchise of all time. With $29.8 billion globally across 33 films. This doesn't also count for uh, toys, all the merchandising with the franchise itself. That, that's probably easily going to be in like the $40 billion for adding in all that stuff. Moreover, the passionate MCU fan base has turned out for less embraced entries. This February's Ant-Man of the Wasp Quantumania, and I did see that, that movie sucks, managed to generate $214 million domestically and $476 million worldwide, even though the film was saddled with worse reviews than the Marvels. How did we get here? <laughs> From, like, biggest opening weekends, like, ever, to basically lowest weekends ever. It's obvious. It's easy. It's just Hollywood doesn't want to accept the fact that they have a real problem. They want to make like they want to put political messages in their movie, thinking that people are gonna watch and go. Now I'm politically charged because I've seen the Marvels. When people just go to movies to get away from all the bullshit that life is, they never. You would think the people that created like mental getaway would keep doing that, and make money, but they just don't. They somehow, roughly around the year 2016, they said, <laughs> "All right." Let's make this shit crazy political. Let's go into overdrive. Just everything. Everything. Trump's arrangement syndrome. That's what happened. And, and, and it just killed them. They got hurt by it. In their mind, they thought people were going to watch movies and go, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to vote Democrat now. Bro, we just want to watch movies. I'm so bone conservative either way. Like, there's no movie that's going to change that. It's very easy. Like, if you have a if you have an opinion on something political, that's cool and whatnot. But when you go see a movie, you don't want to have that reinforced either way. You just want to watch the movie. That's why conservatives mm -hmm. don't roll out movies and call it like gun control the movie. No one would want to see it. It would stink. Like, oh man, it's a movie about a guy needing to get his gun permit. Like it's gonna suck. Nobody cares. <laughs> just like you could make that an in. interesting story. A competent writer could make something that could be a that could be considered a political screed into a decent film, like Lady Ballers. It is a bit of a it is a bit of a political it has some political preaching in it, but it's still pretty funny. It still has some actual it still has some actually funny moments 
and it's way somehow it actually had a disagreement with somebody who said there was it was basically propaganda it's like nah not really because the difference between lady ballers is that there's a moment and it's not really a spoiler where um <clears throat> the main character the coach has taken advantage of these ridiculous situations sits his daughter down and says hey listen here's what it's here's what it is to be a woman here's what you have to look forward to to grow up as because this is who women are and yes it did have its fair share of preaching a little bit but there's a big difference between doing that and amid some and amid some like anti and amid some like uh, trans jokes and doing what Disney does, which is don't be a dick. Sit down, peasants. We're going to tell you what to think. <laughs> big difference between the two. Well, yeah. Conservatives have more of a sense of humor. Having an alien lecture him on pronouns. Oh, God. <laughs> now, I, I can understand that. But the doctor, if that was a real consideration, the doctor would have known that been like oh wait yeah you're right i you you mean you you're probably not male or female because it could this is an interdimensional being could be anybody mm -hmm. so that i think that's an honest question but the fact that he was reminded to ask that by some truant sitting in there on a couch in a dress <laughs> no the doctor would have the doctor would have asked that himself he was intelligent enough that even when he has a chance to virtue signal they can't give that moment to the doctor they have to give that moment to the truant sitting on the couch telling him, how dare you think he's, he's, he's a male? How dare you assume he's a male? Like, <laughs> the doctor would have known that. Fucking the female asshole. doctor would have knew that, not the male one, not the white male one. That's true. The that's female the doctor would have absolutely oh, yeah. thought of that. Oh, yeah. but see, I'm an ally. I think that's better than you. He would have known better. Oh, mm. there was a thing online not long ago that said the left can't mean. The right, people conservatives are just more funnier, and the left they isn't. Are. So, like, when we make a movie that's uh, done by conservatives, we know, we're, we're smart enough to know, okay, we can't shoehorn horseshit in there, because nobody was, everyone's going to catch it. If we make it funny, that's why South Park, when they, whenever they do conservative stuff, it's funny. When they do liberal stuff, it's funny. They have the idea, of, like, we, we got to make this funny, or it's never going to work. Because the second we, we take that out, it sucks. And if you do an action movie like Marvel, there's no way to do it. There's just no way. And 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 Hollywood thinks they could do it with their with their with these movies. And this is a great result of them just failing with it by trying to do it again and again and again. Oh, I want to make sure I constantly bring this up when we talk about the Marvels. The fans, as you can tell from their box office totals through all these many years of the MCU existing, the fans came and supported. The only people that could tank this was them. They're the ones that tanked their own franchise. Those shitty TV shows, those shitty fucking Phase 4 movies, now Phase 5 movies, and they have no direction of where they want to go. I mean, they're the only people that could tank it. Like, how do you tank a $30 billion franchise? The fans didn't. Fans supported every movie. Every movie. Put a chicken in mega gay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, directed by Nita Costa, a black woman in America. The action-adventure spotlights a trio of spandexed heroes, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, Tiana Paris, a monkey, as Monica Rambo, and oh. Iman Veloni as Miss Marvel, a liquor store owner. Ugh, who that is cast? not spandex. That is, that's bullshit. These, none of these, these characters have not been spandexed mm -hmm. since Avengers, since Black Widow has really been the only one yeah. who's actually been spandexed. These people haven't been spandexed forever. It's like generic, shapeless Formless, okay. just but yeah, they look frumpy. They're frumpy bodysuits. Unfuckable broads. Somebody asked me, <laughs> God, you show me those three in Black Widow, I'll choose Black Widow and a bullet afterwards. Like, there's no Everybody way I'm touching those, uh, those monsters. They're so unfuckable, dude. That's the thing. At least Iman Vellani and Miss Marvel, and, and, and by extension, Miss Marvel has a bit of charm because she's not a pretentious 
dick with a stick up her ass about her representation in the movies. She mm -hmm. does not give a shit. And she is actually quite honest with the audience. And she actually has some authenticity. There's some kindness. There's some gratitude there. But what do you see yeah. from Brie Larson and Tiana Paris? It's all the, oh, this is, this is our time for representation. And Mavalani's like, I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> like, that itself <laughs> not... comes through on a character. That's why Miss Marvel has been the less, least insufferable. Because, I mean, uh, Monica Rambo is boring as hell. Brie Larson is obnoxious as hell. And Miss Marvel is actually kind of charming. Not enough to carry the film, but she's actually kind of charming. Mm -hmm. No, and everybody's th thing is, and regardless of how they feel about the film, which the consensus is it's dog shit, <laughs> is she's charming. She's likable. We would like to see her in other things later on. Wishing her nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. Who are tasked Do with saving the universe from... Forces that seek to destroy it. Reviews were mixed, but a bigger problem is that the Marvels ended up bearing the brunt of the audience's burnout toward this ever-expanding franchise, one that spans the big and small screen. This year alone, Marvel has released two other movies and three Disney Plus series. All right, I'm going to have a stroke. Can someone please do um, an emergency operation on my heart before it bursts, please? So the Marvels, the only reason why people turn it out, even though people turned out for movies uh, in the franchise that were 16, 17, 18, 13, 10... No, no, no. Th th this one had to bear the full brunt of audience burnout. How much yes. crack did you Superhero fatigue without saying superhero fatigue. Civil War is the 16th movie in the MCU. And that's like a billion dollars. Do you think people will be burned out by then? The 16th movie in a fucking franchise? How many Iron Man's we had? How many super other superhero movies we had? I mean, it's Spider-Man's. We had so yeah. many reboots even were insane. And then we get this and you think people are going, okay, now we're done? It's, no, <laughs> it's a lazy excuse. <laughs> It's such oh. a lazy excuse. Like we're everyone just burnt out. No, yeah, everyone's not. just burnt out. Yeah. We'll sit into it and get rid of all and change all the characters you've loved for decades. Oh, but now you're just you're, I guess you're just tired of this. Yeah, I am dead, doors demasculated. Hawkeye's weird. He's like a weird, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that kid. There's no other dude characters, and the chick characters are all just moody bitches. Yeah, I can't wait to watch the next movie. Like, dude, nobody like you made a, a universe and you, that was amazing. And you made you just you just made everyone assholes and got rid of all the characters that other people other people actually did like as well when they were still that weren't assholes, and then you expect people to watch the asshole version. Nobody cares, it's done. Like that's yeah. the that's the problem. Like with the host, Deadpool's gonna come out with Deadpool three, and I bet you it's gonna blow this movie out the water easily. Yep. It's not even gonna well, be a yeah. fair fight because Ryan Reynolds he cares about the project. He wouldn't Ryan go Reynolds back. And Hugh Jackman wanted to. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The but Marvels never, is also the first Marvel film that failed to cross the hundred million mark at the domestic box office. This means the sequel's entire big screen run didn't come close to matching the opening weekend of its predecessor, 2019's Captain Marvel, $153 million debut. However, the original adventure with Larson's Carol Danvers had extra momentum because of its prime release between two of the biggest movies of all time, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Captain Marvel tapped out with $1.13 billion worldwide. Also, also a major factor. What was what 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 was what were we doing in 2019? We had the best economy we've seen in a fucking generation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, Captain Marvel, the only reason people saw it, let's be real, is because they want to know if it sucked or not because there was so much controversy behind it. Like, if they make Captain Marvel 2, it would do the same numbers because we know 
we ain't getting fucked the first. We got fucked the first time. We're not getting shoot one in. When this movie, when the Marvels were coming out, no one freaked out about it because we all knew it was going to be like Captain Marvel, just a boring, uh, 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 Nancy, you know, Nancy girl drew fest where like there's no real conflict. That's basically what it is. Well, also remember the marketing for that. They were very clear that this was a They very much implied this is a bridge between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. It wasn't that it was sandwiched to such a lie. The yeah, they I, they marketed it like it, there was a link between the two, and there could not have been yeah. less of one. Oh, just the fact that we're introducing Captain Marvel. Dude, okay, who fucking even cares? in Infinity War? Remember Infinity War yep, when Nick Fury disappears? Uh huh. Yeah. So, and even if you watch Captain Marvel, there's no ties to that to any of the two movies. There's really nothing. At and the end, the end, no, the painter yeah. shows up. Okay, that's your link to that's your link to Endgame. Oh, they strategically marketed it. That, uh, 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 Nick Fury got his eyes scratched out by a kitty cat. And he's a oh, that monster. pisses me off so much. Yeah, they, mm. they emasculate one of the most masculine, badass characters of that film series. And we thought it that was, was bad. They made it worse in Secret Wars and in this movie. Yeah, we, oh, not only to mention, they marketed Captain Marvel as like a must-see. Now, the difference mm. with 2019 compared to now, which is crazy, it's only been like five-some years, the MCU audience themselves have been, let's just say they're not, they, it's, it's true. Not all of them have turned out for everything because they realize, well, there's so much coming out. You know, I probably, I mean, has, have people really watched all the TV shows? Have they really watched every movie? And then you're getting a sequel to a movie no one really liked in the first place. It's like, fuck, you know? The only reason why Captain Marvel made a billion dollars, as we know, is because of the things you mentioned earlier. And they, people were willing to see Captain Marvel at that time because the MCU just had everybody. I mean, it had a Marvel logo on it. It's making a lot of money. They knew that, so they capitalized on it. But like, does lighting strike twice? It does not. Disney CEO Bob Iger has addressed the movie's poor theatrical performance, suggesting that pandemic-related production restrictions ending up plaguing the final <laughs> result. He says the Marvels was shut was shot. <clears throat> sorry, the Marvels was shot during COVID. That Iger recently said there wasn't as much supervision on the set, so to speak, where we have executives that are really looking over what's being done day after day after day. Yeah, more suits telling people what needs to be done. Yeah, more more suits is what we need. More executives. You know what else was shot during really? COVID? More executives. Plenty of other yeah. movies who made a profit. <laughs> <laughs> he added that the studio's prior streak of a billion dollar behemoth has thrown off expectations about the potential of its movies we got to the point where if a film didn't do a billion dollars in the global box office we were disappointed Iger said that's an unbelievably high standard and i think we have to get more realistic what the hell okay all right so now i'll talk about this as well because people are stupid movies grossing a billion dollars it's actually a very much an anomaly there's only like 53 movies in our movie history that have all have actually taken a number just 53 out of all the movies the Many fact that they even thought they're gonna too. get a billion dollars right so the fact that th these people thought they're gonna get a billion dollars every single time that's your own fault no that, that that's so unrealistic one of the big problems with the movies as well is a lot of the high-end actors also want a percentage of the movie's revenue so right. when the movie makes yeah. a amount of money the actors used to be like, just give me, they used to be like, just pay me. Now they're like, pay me, but I also want like 10% yeah. of, of revenue. So that's why it Which gets tagged smart. on. 
And this, yeah, no, for the for the actors and their their people, it's super smart. That's why it gets tacked on, and movies have to hit a higher budget now because of that. But it's so unrealistic. But the movies continue to do it, and then some assholes like throw some political shit in there. They'll eat that up, and then it doesn't, and then the movie flops, and then we have here our current reality. <laughs> and what is usually our current the, reality the, is like this? What what's usually the common wisdom or the 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 uh? of whatever whatever a movie is like a th- either like a third or half of it will account between a th- between a half and a third will account for your for your marketing budget of the of the attacked on to the production budget because the production budget does not include marketing it's a whole separate department but you tack on either like either a yeah. third or between a third and a half and that's that's your that's your marketing budget so this probably had like 150 million 150 million in marketing alone at the very least, a hundred yeah. million. I saw, I had, I had ads. I have had so many ads in the past few, and I, I haven't seen this many ads for a Marvel movie since like Avengers Endgame. I had yet to see mm-hmm. anything, and like not even Black Panther: Wakanda Forever or Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness had anything like this. Just in my own personal experience, it could be different from anybody else, but I saw this thing oh, advertised no. to hell I'm and back. It was ridiculous. I'm glad you brought that up because that, people don't understand when these big blockbuster tentpoles fail, it's even worse. Theaters take a lot of that money themselves. Theaters themselves get their cut. The international theaters get their cut. The marketing you just sacrificed, you're not making you're not making that up. It's it's really bad. Like they lost more than hundred million dollars. That that that's being very generous for being completely honest here. Box office analysts do not believe that superhero fatigue has once and for all plagued the masses. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, 845 million, was a hit over the summer, and Deadpool 3 starring Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman is expected to be a smash in 2024, but the Marvels is the clearest indication that comic book fans will no longer reliably show up to theaters just because the Marvel logo appears in front of a movie. (laughs) Disney still has several MCU movies on the horizon, but it may have to retool the future of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. The studio recently postponed Captain America 4, Thunderbolt, Blade to 2025 because of strike-related production delays. That leaves Deadpool 3 as the lone Marvel movie on next year's calendar. Hopefully the Merc with the Mouth can save the day in the MCU. I think it's... How about we go back to that? Two MCU movies a year. How about we go back to that? You know? How about we go back to, I don't know, getting two movies a year? Just, just saying, too much of this stuff has been hurting it. The enthusiasm—I mm-hmm. mean, even if people weren't fatigued, just say if you weren't fatigued, that's just too much stuff. Four TV shows in a year, four movies—it's like, bro, that—that's just too much in general. Like, you definitely would burn people out if you think burnout's a thing. That would burn you out. Mm-hmm. That's too much. Then she shot herself on the foot because notice what she said in the last paragraph: Earth, Earth's mightiest heroes. Which of the Earth's mightiest heroes? Which of the original Avengers do we have now? Hulk. Everyone else is dead or retired. Everyone else is not coming back. Mm-hmm. Hulk is the only one we have, and he's the lame version of Hulk. He's not actually Hulk. He's yeah. a weird amalgamation. He's a weird combination of Bruce mm-hmm. Banner and the Hulk. That's not fun. She Hulk. She. I mean, She Hulk was the like put him in his place time and time again. He's just like okay, oh, what do you say? But like, we don't have Earth's Mightiest Heroes anymore. We have cheap knockoffs we have the wish.com versions of all of the avengers films that we that we grew up that we like spent the past 10 13 years watching you know re 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 re, re, re i hate that name re re williams as ironheart trying to take tony stark's place good luck with that one they tried they've been trying to replace uh 
Peter Parker with Miles Morales since ever, ever since like Tom Holland's first movie. Then um, yeah. we have all every, everyone else is being replaced by a diverse by a lame diverse woman. It's ridiculous. There we don't you we don't have Earth's Mightiest Heroes anymore. They are lame and gay, and we don't want to see them because all the ones that we grew up with, all the ones that we knew, all the ones that we like, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's just how the cookie crumbles. And the last thing I'll say before we head out, which is um, Disney and Marvel have no one else to blame but themselves. Oof. Jeez. God. I mean, that's what you get when you tell your audience they're a bunch of racist, instaphobe, bigot, Islamic phobes, or whatever buzzword people make up nowadays and shit. But it's weird because everyone who saw Godzilla Minus One loved it. It was amazing. Fucking masterpiece. It was mm-hmm. a masterpiece. So that plane, me too. I might, I might actually uh, later this week. So I don't know if you knew that plane at the end. That's a real plane. That was a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like I thought it looked kind of funky, but like just, just different enough to, but just different enough to be believable. I looked it up. It's a real thing. It's like, there's some real historical authenticity here that I never knew. That's kind of cool. (laughs) And the way they did that movie, they, they dark knighted Godzilla the best way they ever could. Because the movie on its own, if you took Godzilla out of it, it'd be a movie about uh, PTSD and post-world Japan. It'd still be a beautiful, great movie. Mm -hmm. They knocked it out of the park. That whole fucking thing. I was at a theater probably like, there's probably 50 50 to 100 people in my theater. And there was one specific moment where we're all like, (gasps) we're all shocked after whenever godzilla launches his first i don't know if it is any are we doing spoilers probably shouldn't (laughs) okay but there's a very there's a moment that actually that was a very emotional moment that just caught us all by surprise we're like i know what you're talking about yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about and and then but that came after he had poured his heart out and now we're and oh i just it's so I, 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 just, I it cried. So like I cried. I laughed. I was like on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. Really great movie. Like that's how you that's how you do humor and horror at the same time. Yeah. Because you will never find a funnier group of people than those who are facing certain death. There is gallows humor there. It, it, that's a, it's, it's a, it's a psychological, that's a psychological mm-hmm. phenomenon. It's gallows humor. You joke around to cope. Mm-hmm. I love though how the payoff at the end corresponded to the doctor's speech about Japan being careless with people's lives. Yeah. And I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. And what else, what I like based without it being propaganda of any form, either nationalist Japan, you know, which mm-hmm. some of the Godzilla movies I've watched them all kind of could be in the past. Uh, this one was more just, it had a very stern anti-war. Uh, that was like the only real uh, message of there. The ugliness, the uh, how bad it is for everybody mm-hmm. involved. I thought even better than that, though, it wasn't just anti-war, it's anti-government. Saying, yeah. like, we people on the ground, we didn't want to do this shit. And now we're thrown back into another war. Only this time we're choosing to fight. We're the ones who are deciding to do it. Not the people yeah. on high giving us orders who don't give a shit about us. And that line from the movie, that. because they even said, because our government, 
government isn't going to come in and step in and save us. We have to save ourselves. Uh huh. Yeah. I do also love the, I mean, I'm not, I, that's actually a spoiler. Never mind. But yeah, <laughs> I love, I love that principle that whenever the government doesn't do, private citizens step in and do it for them and do it better and succeed. Yep. I thought it'd be interesting they didn't mention the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki at all. I thought that was interesting. I don't know why they. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they chose to do that. Maybe it probably didn't matter, but um, but anyway, seeing a huge mushroom cloud come up, that should be like, I don't know. Well, I mean, the date that uh, the and I. Well, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but the, if you look at the dates of which certain things happen, they do kind of coincide with certain okay. events. Interesting. To watch you guys gotta go see it if you haven't seen it yet. Definitely, definitely see it. The music is fantastic. I did not mm -hmm. expect to love the music so much. Yeah, this was like because one of the things that Batman v Superman did very, very well is the music, giving Superman and Batman this very epic, dark feel. And the music was amazing. Like even let's be honest, the original Godzilla soundtrack is from the first, but the very first movie back in 1952, four. three, four, four, is a little goofy. But this one, they actually got a full chorus going. They slowed it down a little bit. They pitched it down. They pitched it yeah, down they just a hair. Yeah. Score. And yeah. they just they just amplified it and made mm -hmm. it so much better. <clears throat> yeah. And that's that's what works about this movie also. It is a period piece. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like oh, fucking you met woman getting their period in, in the film as a piece. Sure. Oh my god. <laughs> God, I uh, get this why they Japan, did it, but, Hollywood. but to release that shitty Godzilla X Kong trailer this weekend <laughs> is a joke. I know it just made everybody like you go see that and then you watch that trailer. You're, like, <laughs> you're what? just like, what, what the fuck? fuck? Well, it, what's kind of cool though is that you have two you have two completely contrasting genres of films. So Godzilla minus one is a masterpiece. It is a drama. Mm -hmm. It's a war film. It is a it's not. It's a monster it's film. Horrible. It's more of a disaster film. Yes, it is scary as fuck. Godzilla is terrifying. Godzilla's mm. got fucking drool, and this yeah. thing is terrifying. We have yeah. not seen terrifying Godzilla. This isn't the defender of the natural order. Mm. No, this is a fucking a shark. And he's he, a monster. Mm -hmm. Yep, he is. He looks scary swimming through the swimming through the ocean. His eyes are popped up. Oh man, that was terrifying. Yes, but what was so cool though. Then, you, but then you have like Godzilla and Kong. They Godzilla, like the gods, the modern Godzilla. Really, the first Godzilla movie went back in 2014 with Gareth Gareth Edwards. That was really the only one that took itself kind of seriously. Everyone, everything else since that has been kind of dumb. yeah, has been it, just it, big dumb yeah. monster movie. And it knows yeah. what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything different. I I do appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it does look stupid, but it looks it looks fun. Stupid. It looks like it's it doesn't take itself yeah. very seriously. You're not gonna get yeah. You're yeah. not gonna get a black woman in the movie be like, "Oh yeah, Godzilla, you ain't gonna win, boo!" And she's about to get stomped the fuck out. Uh, wait, wait on that. Wait for that. It'll come. <laughs> Medea's Godzilla Christmas. <laughs> oh. uh, minus one equals Dark Knight. Godzilla X equals Batman and Robin. Yeah, <laughs> complete true. with yeah. bright colors. Yeah, with bright colors. I love it. No. I like that 2014 Godzilla movie by Gareth Edwards. Uh, that's my first one. I feel like he's the only one that took that. He's the only one out of the MonsterVerse movies that's taken the that franchise seriously. Remember, it had a nice story. The, the problem with that movie, the characters they 
they misuse them. The characters are not bad. They're just misused. And Brian Cranston dies too early. I mean, it's weird seeing like Aaron Taylor Johnson bang his Avengers sister. Yeah, it's so weird. But that's the only movie that had in that franchise these decent heroes, along with like, you know, decent monsters that were coming out and fighting each other. Like when Godzilla was trying to charge his breath, you're like, why is he not charging his breath? Oh, they're trying to get you to build everything for this character. Okay. And then you watch King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters is just, it's just so bad. It's just so shit. That was Kong, like a too serious. Remember in Kong Skull Island? Kong got beaten by campfire by a black man. <laughs> oh, shit. My Nick Fury, a black man defeated a large monkey with campfire. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, shit. Okay. Because that, that makes sense. Brie Larson was also in that movie. Yeah. She was oh, yeah. just the white girl that Kong saves. People say, oh, she was good in that movie. Well, no, she wasn't. All she did was just walk around and take pictures. Brie Larson, Brie Larson could be hot, but the problem is when she tries to play movies like Captain Marvel, she's just a real asshole and you forget how hot she actually is. Because she is hot. But she's not she's, ugly at all. Yeah, yeah she, but she's but when she acts like an abhorrent asshole, you just go, ah, you know, this one's not... Eh. I'm mean, this, this chick's is nothing. Like, it's not even worth it. Like, like that thing well, you guys were talking about earlier with the whole minus one thing. In the 2014 one, they didn't know if he was on their side. Even when the movie ends, you're like, he just kind of goes like, all right, I saved the day. Hey, as he crashes through multiple skyscrapers, as he goes yeah. in the ocean. What a dick. Holy shit. What an asshole. And people thought Kong could beat that Godzilla. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. That's how scaling works. For Kong to beat Godzilla, that would mean that Kong could fight Ghidorah? So that would that be the case because Godzilla couldn't even fight him until he got his power up. So is Kong stronger than Ghidorah? No, he'd get torched. He'd be, he'd be fried chicken on the ground if he fought him. So there's people like Kong lost. No shit, he lost to a stronger character. What? People are retarded, man. If if someone says Kong can beat that Godzilla, or he's stronger than King Ghidorah, that's not that's not a thing. That's that you, you would be flat out retarded if you try to make that argument. I mean, actually, I, I would rather they just kept uh, Kong out of the Godzilla universe. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I don't want monkeys who whip my white people anyway. That's so yeah. I, I get what I want generally out of that. No? Yeah, that's cool. I agree. <laughs> oh no, but the Monsterverse movies, I don't know where they go after Godzilla X Kong Godzilla versus Kong 2. Like who are they fighting this time? You already blew the Mecha Godzilla last movie. That's a mistake. Yeah, they already blew that. Who they, they Mothra's dead. They don't have Ghidorah. Who, I, think it's King, I think it's King Scar. Is I don't know who that is. It looks like it looks like an orange Kong. Kong. Another monkey. I thought at this point, like the at, last at one. this point, they're just going downhill. They're gonna have to make up like new monsters for Kong for you know for the fight, and it's just, it's just not gonna be it's not gonna be as good. It's, it's Which, there's, there's no like big monster or like oh he'll fight that guy next. It's it's just from here it's downhill. Well, the thing is, I I like the, I I kind of like that because it gives it gives people okay. Well, what how is it? How are they gonna? How are what what monsters are they gonna fight next? I have no idea. Let's see what let's see what it's they the come up bigger with. Bigger jaws thing. It's got a bigger yeah, boat I mean, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that could be fun because it's like oh what what's the monster of the year this time? Well, who, who what's uh, what is it's gonna be its powers? But it's it's modern Hollywood. They really can't think of anything. They should face and... racism. I can't wait till Godzilla talks to Kong. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for them to start speaking and go. Yeah, he's already really running. Much. He's might as well. Kong, Kong versus Kong versus racist. <laughs> 
as the monkey no, himself. <laughs> Captain Rinkson, eighty-foot white dude. I, I can't wait till Kong and Con- Godzilla and Kong talk, and they talk talking about racism, fascism. <laughs> can't wait to hear about their opinions on the Israel war. Can't, oh, I can't Democrat. wait for it. <laughs> they go in their voting booths, made especially for them. <laughs> Kong learns sign language oh, and turns into Planet of the Apes. Holy shit! Oh, no. Holy fuck! God. Wait, I, I, he did know sign language in the last movie, didn't he? He Kinda. did. I forgot. Yeah, but yeah. it was like a lie. I like alluded to that he can understand her. Wait, that's what? How does he understand sign language? No, different. It's funny. It's like, oh, he can understand. How? He's a monkey. No, I don't know. He can just do it. All right, okay. That's the movie we're here for. It's like, what is this? Oh my god! No, remember they they uh Kong knocked out Godzilla. I think Kong is as strong as Godzilla. I, I think that yeah. it's like they had to give him a bone. It's like, yeah, this round goes to Kong. It's like this round. What is this WWE? What is this? This isn't how fights work. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I still love that meme we showed a few weeks ago. The guy doing the pile driver and it's just mar- his head is just marble in DC. <laughs> he broke his back. I was like, holy shit. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Godzilla's literally doing a breast cancer run. <laughs> Say Vader. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he has a little pink uh, titty cancer thing on his arm, like an arm. Why aren't you wearing the ribbon? <laughs> Kong goes up. Why aren't you wear? Why not wear a ribbon? <laughs> Wait, know. it's crazy because Kong say didn't, didn't King of the Monsters use Rodan? They, they used like because if he's the king of them and he, they know he's the big dog, that means you they can't ever be his villains because they know they can't fight him. Like what? What he's trying to do? They. <laughs> They imply that they're all they all bow down to Godzilla because he's the strongest. Yeah. But there will there could and probably will because they're animals. They could and will be challengers later. So maybe Rodan yeah. could come in. But again, Rodan's power is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculously damaging to the to the people to the earth because all he does mm-hmm. is fly over a town and just blows up. It just catches fire and blows away. So what's oh. I don't know. Is that going to work? Is that going to work on Kong? Is that going to work on? Well, it probably work on Kong. It won't work on. Probably won't work on Godzilla. But how do you have stakes there? I don't know. But that's is the it, thing with King of the Monsters, dude. Is if, he, if they already know he's stronger than them, that means you can't create any further conflict in any other movies. Then, because why have they not tried to? Yeah, like why would not they come out and fight with the Mecha Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong if they know they they he was getting like destroyed there? They, they take a chance to kill him right there. They did, and it's like. Uh, yeah, I agree. These are going to be like WWE movies. Nothing makes sense. We're just having to go yeah. there to, just to see the fight scenes. You're only going there to watch them fight. That's it. You, if anyone's going there for the yeah. plot, you, uh, you're you're in the wrong you're in the wrong movie. And perfectly fine if you do it well. If you don't take it too seriously, you just make a big, fun. dumb, right. yeah. fun action movie that we pay that we pay a premium price at the box office to go see. Fine, sure. I may miss a couple. I may go see a couple. Who knows? But if, if it's fun, then why not? I miss fun. Why does Kong have the Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, I got a big old glove. That'd be so cool. Oh, God. Wait, how would Kong have sex? Because I thought he was the only one of his species left. No, apparently not. Yeah. So would he be doing doggy style? He'll be doing ape style. Ape style? (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. Oh. Uh, hopefully Kong snaps his fingers and wipes out all the American Godzilla films and leave minus one as the good ones. That- <laughs> he has a black friend because he has a friend of one of theirs. Like <laughs> liberal, liberal King Kong, just like whole movies just bitching about shit. <laughs> Kong ally. 
Kong <laughs> <laughs> guy friend. Minority good guy. <laughs> oh my god. It's just Kong campaigning for Trump and or no Kong campaigning for Biden and uh Godzilla campaigning for Trump. I'm trying to get people to sign up outside of Oh, the main hero of that the main hero of that movie is Rachel Zegler. Oh god. Oh. Weird, weird. God, I can't believe yeah, it's crazy. I told people if you're a loser and you have no girlfriend, keep in mind someone like that bitch has a boyfriend. There's people out there that are ugly as fuck that still have a partner. Never give up on yourself. Organized chaos, manage to get married. Now that guy's ugly as fuck. He's fat, he's ugly. He looks like he drinks pickle juice for fucking drink like water. He is disgustingly ugly and retarded, for being honest here. Somehow, some woman managed to marry him. Marry him. Not just be a girlfriend. Marry him. It, you have hope there, guys. You have hope. Just saying. Just saying, like, if he can get married and have kids, bruh. It's, it's, not be, a it's gotta be in the water. Liberals are just straight up retarded when it comes to <laughs> like this. I'm convinced of it at this point. Like, there's gotta be some shit they drink in the water. They drink, like, like fossil water or something. And that just got them fucked up on some stupid shit. Because most people use logical sense. And liberals just do, do, do the goofiest shit possible. Like, what's the dumbest thing I can do? And they times that by 10. And they go, that's what I want. <laughs> like the freaking like, frogs gay. Turn the frogs gay. Fucking Alex Jones. Oh, no. Like, you'll even see things like, uh, oh, goodness. Like, like, like this on In Wokeness. Anyone doesn't follow the Twitter account, you should. Mm. Pretty fucking cool. Uh, this is oh, what 15 that. abortions look like. You killed more black children than the average slave owner, circa 1850. <laughs> you know that uterus guy looks so Brutal. fucking ugly. Oh, uh, <laughs> pants down, he's just scars and hack, hack jobs, <laughs> mm. and a little, oh. a little hair trail. You're like, uh, like uh I'm good. Up. It's like throwing a beanie weenie down a hallway. Ugh. Oh, the whole thing with illegal aliens coming over here. People are just literally lining up to invade the country. It's fucking stupid, man. Jeez. Look at this. This is crazy. And wokeness depresses me. Right? Yeah, it does. Oh, my God. But the, the Billie Eilish thing was interesting. Lost 100K followers as soon as she started allying with the, with the LGBT crowd. I thought that was interesting. Blackness prevents black people from connecting to humanity. If a white person said this quote, their life would literally be over. Ibrahim X. Kendi says this about whites and gets a standing ovation and a Netflix deal. Yeah. Talk to him, Frost. There you go. I And it, here's a crazy thing, though. I think because eventually all this is going to flip. It's going to be inevitable that this is going to flip. And yeah, I just want to know. Yeah, so like in the '90s, it was always like a super conservative, like ch churches that were crazy, and and they were like super duper on everyone's ass. Now it's like liberals that are super duper on everyone's ass about what you can't say and can't do. I think, and here's my theory: the next round of psycho conservatives going to be the ones that's going to be straight up at the actual racist people. <laughs> like they're gonna be like, "What up, boy?" And that guy's going to be elected to something, or he'll be he'll get a TV <laughs> deal. Like it's going to be like that bad. Because it's and, and it's to the point where you just, where like I go like I'm seeing this now going. At least it's an asshole up front. Like the, the liberals, they just pretend like they're helping people, but they're not. Mm -hmm. They're not helping nobody, but their own ego. You mean like this? The climate activists that are blocking the highways. 
every liberal honestly thinks they're the main character. Every conservative an anime, yeah, <laughs> they're the of main anything, protagonist of anything. And every yeah. conservative doesn't care about that kind of shit. Like nobody, like these don't give a fuck. But like liberals, like they honestly truly think they're the main character of any. Like each one of these losers think they're the main character of something. And that, uh, no, just give it gas. There we go. That no. guy's just trying to get no. the fucking work. Like, that dude gives no fucks. They're sitting there going to cry about it. And then they immediately run to the phone and post about their story, even though they started the shit. Like, fuck I, lo- them, I love, I love the reaction, Johnny. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe. Why did you do that? You can see this. That they're, uh, oh, what the fuck? Did, what the, get, out, get that out of here. They're like, they're acting so surprised that a man barreled through them on a fucking highway and almost ran on, their man. asses over in a huge vehicle. Yeah. What they told us back five years ago, I thought feminism was supposed to take, you know, back, take, give women rights from the patri- patriarchy, right? So women want men that look like women to tell them about their issues about being women. That's what this really boiled down to. Like what? Wait, That's a five head play. <laughs> I don't want a white dude telling me to do. I want a white dude in a wig to tell me what to do. That is the most five head play ever. All right, dudes, we can't tell these ladies what to do. Put your wigs on and sort them out, though, and they'll listen to you. Anything you say, it's the most craziest shit ever. Kind of brilliant. The most, uh, the most misogynistic pieces of shit you'll meet are usually, are usually radical feminists. Pop a wig on and go, ladies, get in the kitchen. Like, you do, they'll get clapped. Okay, dude does that shit. Oh my god, he's done. Invader says, I wish my mustache would come in that strong. (laughs) (laughs) Give it five years, Invader, you'll get there. Oh my god, man! Oh, let's see. Cancel Disney Plus and Hulu. Pass it on. Oh yeah. White fragility. Why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism? Oh lord, Jesus. Robin D'Angelo. Mm, that bitch. That's what I want to see when I watch Gay Disney well, when I was a kid. You ever, you ever watch Disney as a kid and go, I wish there were more dudes kissing in this. <laughs> Who fucking wants that shit? I wish there was more romance in the proud family. No. I hate I hate watching I hate watching Pixar and fucking Disney and Pinocchio. Where's Pinocchio gonna kiss a dude? That's what I want to see. Like no kid cares about that shit. Only weird gay people like want to add that. Or or gay allies, which is infinitely worse, so want to add that caution in there. Yeah. They're an ally. ally. I mean, they need to make sure they tell people they're an ally. Yeah. I mean, the nose uh, that grows okay. when you lie—that's going to come in you're really handy. Poke white women. Let's just be honest. That's who. Does. I can't <laughs> believe all these feminists are like, "Yeah, we want to take it back from the man. The men have been treating us bad. Okay, even though all that's disingenuous and really, really shitty. Okay, but now it's got to a point where <laughs> now they want to be ruled by men who look like women, telling them that they have periods." What? A shredded, that- shredded dude with a wig comes out of nowhere. Yeah, ladies, I got, I, I got a lot of good ideas. And they're like, oh, I got a little gotta- bit of constipation last night. I watched Love Actually and cried my eyes of, like, out like a woman. <laughs> you remember one of like the original feminist things that I that I it clicked in my brain how disingenuous it was. So the same thing people did with that Ned- Netherlands guy. Women kept saying that women were oppressed and one of the biggest things they would say is like well women in other countries which is already okay that's a red flag had to wear masks and all these other things it's like wait, well, hold on 
You, wait, hold on. You have never experienced that, yet you're fighting for an issue that happens in other Middle Eastern countries. That doesn't even make sense. You've never experienced that. It's like a video game where you go like very easy, America, <laughs> hard mode, Middle East. <laughs> they don't want to go to hard mode because they'll get the shit kicked out of them. Like and then and then stoned to death. But e very easy is America where they go bitch about it and not get in any kind of no, shit. Like, wait a minute. How are these women having a better opinion on something that they've never experienced in their life? They've never you've if, women here have never worn a mask outside if, before. That's if bullshit. Dudes, if, if dudes went back to stoning chicks versus to get doing horseshit liberal ideologies no more liberals be gone tomorrow like and not even like chicks but anyone else i'm just i'm not pro stoning okay all i'm saying, all I'm saying the middle east has some good points like what you say boys get your rocks we're gonna sort this one out that's it problem solved. hey listen i don't see any more problems well, it's crazy because if, if a guy goes and breaks, like if a guy walks into a girl and tries to sexually assault her, what they do in Middle Eastern countries, some of them, guys gather around and they just beat the shit out of him. Potentially kill him. Maybe. It'll show other guys, don't do that to women. That's wrong. Now, listen, that's barbaric. But with that said. So much, they would actually gather around the girl and then stone her to death. Good Lord. Well, yeah. Well, they're barbarians. That's That's barbaric. <laughs> He might you get a, um, a stern talking to and a cane lashing. Where's liberals posting L? Well, that's literally well, every day. We, we have an idea what we want. If he raped her, we just we fuck him up or kill him. And, 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 if, and if she starts babbling some shit about like equal rights because and women are blah, 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 and, and weird liberal ideology, we just stone her. Problems, bro, I'm telling you, there'll be no more of this shit. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds crazy to say out loud. But I'm just thinking about like how this would be so easy. There'll be no more Captain Marvel movies. It'd be they'd be like, oh no, the last Brie, Brie Larson got fucked up badly for making that movie. Why don't we just uh, let me Iron Man four? Let's do that. That's pretty good. Oh, oh that bad boy. Uh, Thor three with Thor as a you know dude. We'll just President, throw that out. Liberals posting their L's online. President Biden has brought back the economy, vaccinated the nation, expanded our infrastructure, is in the process of saving us from World War Three, and may take down Vladimir Putin. That alone puts Biden on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. That's gotta be a troll. That's yeah, yeah, that can't be real. But then, but I mean, no I've, I've seen, I've seen people. Oh, this guy, fuck this guy. Oh, the guy, the it's stupid beanie. Cringe. Liberals posting L's. I mean, to be fair, that is kind of like every day for them. They're, they, that's just how that works. You know? <laughs> the masks in the water. I remember that. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> remember the remember blacks posting L's. That shit was too funny, oh. man. Oh, oh, oh. what's what we saw forever ago is that one guy who was Galatians. Ah. Um... Oh. The only religion that ever needs to be. That's <laughs> my favorite religion. He's like, the only religion girls need to describe to is my dick and my name. It's like, what? <laughs> you saw him on Twitter, by the way. I, yeah, I, I, I checked him out. Yeah. You got to head out? Yeah, I got to head out. I got to be up at five, man. It's already a little oh. after nine. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I'm going to go feed the dogs. We're going to be wrap, wrapping up here in a little bit anyway. So, yeah. See you guys later. I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Okay. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Good night. Uh, nice meeting you. Yeah. Nice meeting you. Goodbye, whites. If thy you? boobs jiggle when thy walks, I shall listen to you when you when when you talk. <laughs> pray. God. I pray to this religion. <laughs> <laughs>
Dude, That's how's weird. it been for Yu-Gi-Oh? Where it's like a bunch of you know a lot of these liberals have infested Yu-Gi-Oh. They're fucking pronouns and their gender fluidity. What does that even mean? Yu-Gi-Oh's went downhill, but it's been going downhill. This just kind of like sped the process because I think this is gonna help them when it, it obviously does the opposite. You know, you think uh Konami would get their act together, but unfortunately they, they don't. Um yeah. They they're upping the prices because less people are going to their events because less people care about playing in their events because of all the things they're allowing to happen. Uh, so okay, so there's a parent area, and I went to the YCS in Richmond, Virginia, and I man, people were smoking weed constantly. By the way, in between the rounds, and the minute you walk through the door, the parent area is right there. So as a parent, I mean, I'm I'm a father of five, so I'll tell you right now, I'll never bring my kid to a Yu-Gi-Oh event ever, ever. Right, yeah. I've, been playing, I've, I've been playing a game since it came out. Almost 20 years ago, I think. So it's super long. I would never bring my kid to a Yu-Gi-Oh event. I barely want to even go after seeing what I saw because of how bad and how lax Konami was with certain things. Um, they just don't they don't know what they're doing. I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. The price was terrible. Less incentivization to get young kids into the game. If you can't get the it's like it's always like was that I find it was like a movie I think it was, or maybe so I saw it where, but it, that like if you get them when they're young, they'll stay hooked for forever. It's some like drug movie, or whatever. And with, with card games, you kind of got to think that way. You got to get the younger player base so they stay hooked forever. <laughs> a game like Pokemon understands that. Where Yu-Gi-Oh, they don't care. So you're, you're seeing less younger, newer players come in. Mm -hmm. The older players don't want to stick around as much anymore. So they're leaving. So the amount of players is going to start declining. It's going to happen rapidly. And Konami's going to figure They're going to go, what do we do? And they're going to shoot more and crazy shit. Remember what happened? Remember what happened with that fucking that European dude that won that YCS and everyone said that was the first woman to win a YCS and I was like that's not true because first of all women yeah. are good at Yu-Gi-Oh that's that's just how that works and that was a dude that won that event yeah what why are we lying to her so why are people doing that it literally look that is not a woman that looks like a fucking dude because they virtual signal so they don't get their shit eaten out on Twitter because they're too much of a pussy to stand up for actual things they believe in. And majority of people, the people I talk to Konami, are, are, some, some of them are conservative. A good amount of them are conservatives. And they don't believe in that silliness either. But the main people at Konami, the head people in, in American Konami, not the European. Mm -hmm. or, or the, Europeans, this is bad. Europeans, all of them, they're, they're all, all, off, off the... Europe is terrible, man. Yeah. yeah people keep saying, but, oh, but, Europe is better. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, sure. But Konami, Konami in America, the head people, they all they all have that same sentiment. They're like, they 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 just they don't care. They want to lie. They want to and, and the problem is it only comes back to bite you in the end. Always. It always, always if people spout this liberal shit, eventually it comes back to get them. It always happens, you know. One of the biggest streamers on Twitch used to be a guy by the name of Destiny. Uh-huh. He was yeah. kicked off Twitch because the liberals went after him, his own people that he defended for so long. Like yeah. shocker, conservatives don't care about that kind of shit, but liberals do, and they and, and when they're in power, like they kind of are, but they, they're losing power by the day, but they kind of are. Uh, what are they gonna do? Cancel, attack, harass. This is what they do because it's the only tactics they can use. One on one, they know they can't. They don't have an argument. Dude, it happens but in the in, in industry too. Have you know, noticed that for a lot of other industries, these liberals on Twitter, they'll be like, they'll tag the person, be like, "Hey, you might want to not associate yourself with this guy. He's kind of racist and phobic." I remember, I remember trolling was... is such a puss move. That's just right? the most passive aggressive, yeah, toxic, toxic woman behavior. And like, it, I, most of the time, I see it being done by grown men. Specifically, right? Dick Masterson. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, ministry, you may want to look into the copyright on the on you know it just so happens to coincide with my gay feud with Air July. You don't have you remember happened with actual fandom. He was like, hey, Amazon and Kindle, this uh Air July, he's racist and he hired a person who hates uh Jews. Like, what? What the fuck? How big of actual fandom made up of exclusively of white guys? You gotta treat you got a bunch <laughs> of white guys going after a black business owner. What is this, Tulsa in 1921? Yeah, like, yeah, they just jumped. I mean, they went after you know, Imperial Duelists. They all went after Imperial mm -hmm. Duelists when I had my whole Twitter feud thing like mm -hmm. a year or two ago. I think it was. They tried to go after Imperial Duelists. Imperial Duelists said, told them to go fuck themselves. Like, what was the original? I forgot. So, there, there was a transgender person who basically said, fuck all the Yu Gi Oh players, fuck Konami. I hope they die. I fuck that. Right. Yeah, Jada. Yeah. This is right before Kazuka Takahashi actually did die, the creative Yu Gi Oh. He, died, he drowned saving someone. But before yeah. all that happened, uh, they said, they said, for, they wish death. And I just had my uh, my son, my son Giovanni. So, I, 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 what I said was, I, re, I reposted on Twitter, I said, what a piece of she slash it. And they went, <laughs> the people, oh, that's the, good. The, that's good. Yeah, all the liberals on Twitter just they went at me like full force, and I'm sitting there going, you, "I made a joke about someone who wished death about me, my child, Yu-Gi-Oh players that created this game, and other like everybody. I'm the bad guy here." And of course, it wasn't about the context; it was about that being angry and don't think about anything else. So, I just like, told them one day, I was like, "No one cares about you, LGBTQ weirdos." I literally just said that, and they were like, "Oh, but it's you. You're a G two fan. What the fuck does that got to do with anything?" What? Someone actually told me that. I was like, they, "Bro, they, they went after parents." Was that was that when parents. we both got mod by that porn mommy? Is that that day, or is that the different day? That's probably a different day. Oh no, no, that's okay. a different day. This this guy, okay, this man's insane. This, oh my god, you had dudes out here trying to defend a OnlyFans thought that they that they've never met in their life. Yeah, sounds about that, right. Sounds about white. <laughs> sounds about right. But now yeah. you mention <laughs> accuse me of making threats to her kids, threatening all to we, kill her kids. All we said was that if you allow your kids in yeah. bathrooms with transsexual, mentally ill men, something could happen. I'm not wishing anything does happen. But it's a possibility. And then she said, you're more of a danger to me as a black man than they are. I'm like, okay, that's pretty. Right. Oh, well, no, no. Oh, she said, she, no, she said, she said as a cis man. And I'm like, and, and so I commented, oh, that sounds pretty racist. Nobody took the bait. So I was oh, like, God. come on, come on, please. Come on, just, just make my day. The, the lady with one boob because she had breast cancer, which I mean, what fucking sucks. But she's like, she's I, didn't know, mom, I didn't even know that. But a mom with one titty on OnlyFans. <laughs> The half off every day. <laughs> I, I found out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Who the hell did I get involved with? I'm like, oh, 6,000 followers. God damn it. OnlyFans. God fucking damn it. And then, oh, she's been, she's had been sick. She's been, she had cancer or something like God fucking 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 Fourth damn one. It. She dates a trans woman. Like, what? Really? Yeah, yeah. She dates I a trans woman. I didn't see woman. that. Yeah. No, man, no wonder. Man, I just kicked trans the, we, we the hornet's nest does. that day. <laughs> <laughs> this chick's oh. batting out the gate. Oh, like, how do you oh. not? No one not make fun of this, this chick. Cancer patient. It's like the lowest hanging fruit. And then they, they people try to debate oh. the semantics with me about the word cis. I was like, wait, so oh, cis? I, I I know what cis means. It's like you identify with the gender you're born with. So why are we saying cis? Why don't we just say male or female? No, but she. I'm a cis female. What? 
people argue semantics and male, straw man so hard male, that female and, and the, the mental. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. How many qualifiers can I put in front of just the most basic bitch part about me and make me feel make myself feel special? That's all. Main it is. character. They just want. I'll tell you. They want to want to be even main character. That's all it comes out to at the end of the day. They, they thirst to be a main character badly. They don't care about anything else. Like, and this is why. And I think this was ultimately going to be the downfall of a lot of of a, the liberal ideologies that exist because they all want to be the main character, so none of them can be. And when when you get enough people, like, okay, so. You'll go on like uh, uh Aiden. Ro I'm sure you guys saw Aiden Ross's stream. Yeah, on, it, yeah. Mm -hmm. He'll say some racial shit, and everyone will love it. And and everyone's not racist, but we had so much of the push. You, you yeah. pushed in so much of this. Don't be this. Don't be this. Don't be this. People just want to fuck around with it, have fun because people naturally like stereotypes, not actual racism. I know everyone has loved stereotypes. Actual racism, no one cares about. It's like get that shit out of you. But actual, like, like you see a Jewish guy pick up a penny, you're gonna smirk. You see an Asian guy with a calculator, you're gonna go, oh, they, you know, there they are. Like you just know, okay. Family guy makes those jokes all the time and has what? made them since the since since day one. Because, and it's hilarious. And the thing is, like hilarious. And 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 the thing is, all the liberals they try to fight that. But eventually, they can't hold it down. They can't. The most biggest streamer, one of them, is Aiden Ross and his fans. Like I said, they're not racist. They're just soup. They love stereotypes. So if you say something like Jew, they're going to eat that shit alive. That's how they are. Then They don't hate Jews, but they, they, they love doing it because it's fun because that's what they can finally get that out. And, and I think the liberals all want to be the main character and all want to be me, 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 me. But as a community, people just want to break out. Eventually, they, they, the dam's going to break. And I think that a lot of liberals are worried about that. And they should be because when it does, they're going to turn their sights onto someone who's liberal. And, and one liberal person can't fight five dudes that just are just regular dudes that just love stereotypes. That liberal person will get smoked. And they know it. They might be, <laughs> they might be well aware of that. So they have to group together online. But eventually, their numbers are going to be in the minority versus everybody else. And that is where the liberals are, are worried. That's why they're so like hyper focused on trying to lock everyone down, but it's not gonna work. It never works ever. The conservatives mm -hmm. suck at doing it. The liberals are gonna suck on doing it, and it's gonna turn soon. We're gonna have a generation of the super conservative people, and and allegedly they're gonna be more conservative than than me, you, everyone else is. Which mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm like conservative, and then there's like racist, and I'm like. On the water, but I can, like, I, the top's right there. <laughs> if the conservative generation can be more conservative than me, I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But listen, and it's whatever. But like, the liberals are the one who, at the end of the day, who's going to be in real trouble because of all the shit they do, all the shit they have done. They had a chance to actually do real stuff for their cause. This is the conservatives did, but both sides blundered it. And I think the next run, I think they're going to blunder it as well. But what we're going to be seeing is conservatives just eat liberals alive, and it's to me, I'm gonna, I'm a conservative, I'm gonna enjoy every bit of it. The younger generation is is, is looking to be more conservative as well. That's why I keep pointing to that because that's really important, and that's what liberals, that's why they're throwing so much shit in our media, throwing so much shit in our music, throwing so much shit in everywhere, everywhere you turn is liberal ideology because they're trying to get the younger generation. They are scared shitless. There's cartoons that throw that shit in there to get the younger generation and they think propaganda works constantly propaganda only uh, only uh, gives an ideology but people can choose to accept it or not and i do think a younger generation that's my kids and 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 the future they're not going to accept that shit and when they start swinging it's going to hurt liberals are in trouble and you know what i'll be honest a lot of it is deserved on their part
So I, like we said with the churches and how no one cares about church anymore, which is whatever. I mean, I get it because I don't like I don't like I like religion, but I hate churches because churches, especially in the 90s, they were super fucking bad. But mm. like now they're mostly quiet because they know they're bad. But looking at the liberals now, I think the liberals are really worried about what can happen. And they, and they, and they should be because, like I said, it's going to be so bad for them. <laughs> Main character symptoms is a millennial thing, in my opinion, more than a political leaning thing. You can agree streamers are a form of influencers in general are key examples of main character symptoms. I don't think not all, but I mean, sure, some are, but I I, I don't know if it's I don't I don't know if it, it's more of a generational thing rather than just a political ideology. Because most people that are conservative, most of them don't most care. Most streamers are, are, I think, are left leaning. Of course, most they of I think are. they are. Most they have. Yeah. I think it's yeah. just. I think it's this. this no, remember earlier this year? Remember, narcissism. Nick Merckx came out and said, oh, yeah. um, leave the kids alone. protect children <laughs> or whatever." He said, "He's always said, uh, leave children alone or protect kids or whatever." That like, was enough. Topic. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? He said something that was completely rational that anyone with half a brain would know about. You know, leave kids alone. That's it. That is controversial now. You can't say leave kids alone. Really? Yeah. These people, are, uh, people are just pedophiles, dude. Some of these people are just actually pedophiles. <laughs> we're being honest here. These people just like kids, you sick, nasty, freaking weirdos. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, just, it's true. And it's and it's disgusting. And and we used to, I don't know about you, but in my neighborhood, so if we found out someone dating to a kid. They had a chance to leave immediately. I'm talking like Brooklyn. Like they had a chance to leave immediately, oh, or they fucking took them and, that, and just they left. And that's why yeah, I, 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 I heard I that. I'm, <laughs> I'm be honest. That's the truth. They that left in the middle of the night. Left all their belongings. And they, we found they, bloody, bloody pants somewhere in the in the gutter. Oh, we have even, no idea what happened. Even the cops were like, "All right, well, you know, they, kid but, toucher. I ain't gonna fucking look for no kid toucher. Like, yep. look at then people think, oh, fuck that shit. Nope, we're good." But and but now liberals think that it's that's okay. Like I said, they're gonna pay for everything they did in full. I hope nothing bad happens to them. But at the same time, conservatives when conservatives act out, it's it's conservatives are physical. Where liberals are are, you know, they, they're like pack racks. That's how you know. Right. <laughs> well, well, I gotta go, y'all. Gotta be up early. But thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Yeah, man. Uh, we're gonna be out of here soon. Anyway, we'll see you uh Friday, right? Um, no, I won't be available Friday, I'm afraid. Okay. It depends on what time. Just let me, just let me know. Okay. I might be able to. Mm. See. We'll just see uh, <laughs> next Monday then. Okay. Yeah, sure. That'll oh. work. All right. Oh, good Lord. Life's been crazy, man. Yep. Save me. Well, thank you guys for uh, coming out tonight. It was great. We're going to be here for just a little bit longer. Um, You know, it's crazy that we have. All this stuff going on, but as you guys know, we have um, my birthday coming up this week, actually. Birthday is going to be on the 6th. We're going to have uh, Tuesday's big showdown. I don't think I have any Iron Man podcast for uh, tomorrow that are like solo. I think we just have um, the... Oh, yeah, I have Daniel scheduled for tomorrow, so... Outside of Daniel, solo show, and Tuesday's big showdown, you know, after those, then I got to start planning out for the rest of the week regarding podcasts because, as you guys know, we're going to do a show like this for my birthday on Wednesday, and we're going to have the, the IRL show. So that's going to be it's gonna be crazy. I don't know. Is V coming to my birthday party? Maybe. I mean, yeah, just DM me. <laughs> it's going to be on – well, it'll be on Wednesday, 
I just don't know what time yet. Probably be like six my time, which is like nine for you. All right. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be at locals. I'll probably be heading back around 10 p.m. So okay, like that's seven. fine. We'll still be going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's crazy because people are just weird now. Like. So like people kept bringing it up to me, why do you need statistical statements to back up your your claims? I'm like, well, yeah, for 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 certain things, yeah, you do. But if you're arguing on on the basis of like, can kids use puberty blockers? It's like, do you need statistics to back it up? How about how about just no? How about just no? Is well, it's, it's a majority of these people aren't parents that are telling people with kids that's what to do. Think about yeah. it, like a majority. Of, it, 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 it's same thing when like like dudes who don't have a chick will try to give advice to a dude with a chick, and it's the weirdest fucking thing ever. But yeah. it happens a lot. Like I remember. When, I would give my my advice about my life, my wife. I would be on stream, and there'd be dudes in there that would hop in and go, "You should talk like that." Do you have a girl? No. Then you don't know what you're talking about. I've been, I've been more more than twenty years. You have zero idea what you're saying. Like, you you gonna go a mechanic in twenty years or a guy who occasionally looks at cars on YouTube? Like, there's a clear difference here of expertise. Like, yeah, even minds. Because like you I remember, like when you're there, you I, know? I, I, I was talking on the stream. I believe in gender roles. Like if a woman wants to work, we'll 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 talk about that. We'll work that out ourselves. But she wouldn't need to work. Is what I'm saying. Like you, just saying you don't want your woman to work now is like considered misogynist. That's so cringe. Well, no, it, the minute a woman's pregnant, the fact that she's working, when my wife is pregnant, I was like, you're done working. Period. Like that's it. You're now full time mom. Mm -hmm. That somehow that's not considered a job, but that's a really hard job being a parent. Like being yeah. my wife works really hard like i i work and she works i can when i'm doing work i can go shower shit go to gym hang out go play cards my wife has to still like work and by work i mean changing diapers you know feeding the children that's how is that not work if that wasn't okay if that wasn't her kids and that was someone else's kids and she did 24 7 would that not be considered a job it's called a nanny of course it is yeah my wife is a parent to my you know my you know you know my i hate when people say partners because i think partners is the gayest shit ever she's my partner no she's my wife i'm her husband don't, that's don't, it don't they call women now pregnant persons or something that's so cringe these, these, these terms never are accepted. These people just say these things. Like the word Latinx, that's never been accepted. Latinx. What is this? You joined the fucking Spanish X-Men? <laughs> it's the dumbest term ever. The guy's Puerto Rican. No, he's Latinx. So, is he part of, part of the fucking Spanish X-Men? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> partner is cringe. Yeah, it part is a cringy word. Part is a word said by dudes with no chicks or chicks... Or chicks with no dudes, or or trans people that just want to add more shit dude, to their life. It's everyone who is like they always gender arguments, even though you've never said that. So I could be like, "Hey, I don't want my female, I don't want my woman to work." They'll be like, "Oh, but why shouldn't women work?" in back in the fifties, and it's like I never said they couldn't work. I said I wouldn't want my woman to work. I never said mm -hmm. women couldn't work. It's like, bro, people always that cognitive dissonance just kills oh, people's oh, brains. Oh, oh, oh. Let me add, let me add more to that because I think. If you okay, MSK, okay, okay, MSK. You um, let's say you go to a doctor's office, right? Black people can afford to go to the doctors. Let's say you go to the doctors, okay? And you see a, a young woman doctor. She's like, "Hi there," and she has her nails done and glittery. <laughs> or you see a dude doctor and go, "Hey, how's it going?" You're gonna feel a little more comfortable with a dude doctor, right? Probably, most likely. What would you work You understand? Like, like, like it's listen. I'm not saying women shouldn't do anything, all right? I mean, we need tampon testers. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> if you go and you see a guy mechanic and a girl mechanic, I know who I'm bringing my car to, okay? 
And I don't people always choose the guy barber. People always choose like guy barbers. Gee, I wonder why. Gee, weird, weird. (laughs) And then you tell the people that you tell the people, and they're like, "No, I don't." It's like people don't even rationally think about the things they naturally do because they're so like you say anything. That is like controversial. They they had never had any pushback. They probably told their friends like, "Yeah, women are the sh- women are can be construction workers. They they're the shit." Have you how many construction females have you seen? Oh, just like one. What are we doing here? Exactly. <laughs> what are we talking about? One time I see female construction is when she's fucking typing some shit in the AC room. That's all. Like in a room with the AC, like the dudes are out there with the jackhammers. This is not even a maybe. And this is the kind of argument you bring to people, and they go, "But no, both could be it." Really, dude? Really? You yeah, held that, that, I've held a jackhammer. They're not fucking light. <laughs> like that, that's the thing is people have to understand both people could do it, but they don't though. That's the thing they don't. You they yeah. can't. You could, but they don't for a reason. Because and you they see don't a guy in a nail salon, immediately your brain just goes, Oh, this guy's gay. No big deal, but it's what it is what it is. No big deal. Or you see a chick at a nail salon. You don't see like a regular guy. He goes like, yeah, I went to nail salon school, bro. I like to watch football. I, I gotta go. Oh, hold on, I gotta call. I gotta go do some. I gotta do a perm. Like, dudes, don't don't do those things. And mm-hmm. I feel like everyone likes to pretend. They likes to think that it's open, but no guys out there going, yeah, I'm gonna a guy I like to eat pussy. Uh, I'm gonna go do some nails. <laughs> His buddies would shit on him so badly. MSK, imagine me, you. Who, who's a buddy of ours? Who's a, Chaz, who's a right? Of- yeah, imagine Chaz's job was to work in a nail salon doing nails. How could you not make fun of him? <laughs> Good luck. Chaz goes to you, MSK, you're a sissy. I'm a sissy, motherfucker. Let me show everybody those golden tips, pussy. Like, and I love Chaz, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be, yeah. it'd be like, it'd be hard for a guy not to go, Shut up. Like, you do nails for a living, bro. Fuck out of here. Even if you made good, good money, Lord. it would still be hilarious. How many female sanitation workers have you ever seen? Not women that thought they were the shit. A woman that worked dealing with it. Yeah, I'm not saying women can't. No one's ever said they can't do it. You just don't see them do it, though. That's that's the clear difference, though. I don't care what someone says they think they can do. That don't mean shit. I think I'm white, probably. I don't know. I'm probably not white, you know? If there was a sanitation guy movie, it'd be called permutation and it'd be like four chicks that were best friends and they're all different races and two of them are like one's bi one's super gay and that's it but it's not real and this is why these shows and movies fail so badly because when you do if you if, if you did sanitation movie in real mm-hmm. life world that we're all mentally in it'd be four dudes one dude's definitely fat and loves beer the other guy's skinny because he's the one that tosses the shit in and they just fuck around and yell make fun of each other all day long while they're just throwing garbage away it's a shitty job, but they love doing it. Like, it'd be a cool movie. But if it was made now, it would be filled with the most biggest bit of horseshit ever. Period. The boss would be a, a the boss would be a white guy in a girl movie, and he'd be a real dick at the end. They slap him and then he gets fired because he's <laughs> evil. Like it'd be so goofy. It'd be so bad. <laughs> Dude, like, even just the way people just consume content now. I got I don't know how old your kids are. I think you, the, the two oldest ones you ever like. Like seven, eight, probably maybe at this no, point. Not, 10. Nine, one's nine, one's eleven. I have nine, eleven. Like, do they care generally about the stuff that we grew up with, like like anime, Dragon Ball Z, like yeah, so, like stuff so like that. My, my kids like One Piece. Uh, they like Dragon Ball Z a bit, but they like One Piece. They like Fortnite. They like Roblox. They don't like so my kids, and this is why I know it's coming because my kids, whenever they watch shows like uh, okay, a Paw Patrol, 
Paul Patrol had had a show, and one of the episodes had a character, and they was like celebrating the character as like a really, it was a bad guy, but it was really strong. Maybe it was a movie. It's like a bad guy's really strong bad guy, and at the end it was like whatever, and they were all like whatever. My kids were like, Dad, I think it's my 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 second oldest son was like, Dad, why don't they just beat that bad guy up? Like they have because then they had a, they got they got their powers of dogs, and they were and yeah. Like, why don't they just beat the bad, beat the snot out of the bad guy? Because my kids watch anime, so they know when someone's a bad guy and they lose. Normally, they get the shit kicked out. <laughs> like <laughs> that's ideally how it works in fucking One Piece. You're a bad guy and you lose. T- guess what? Time to get them cheese clapped. Like they're gonna get smoked. But mm-hmm. in like cartoons, they make the, they make it to go. Well, we're all friends. And I had to explain to my kid, my kid at uh my my eight. Well, at time, I think it was like last year. He was probably eight. Now he's nine. But I explained how. These aren't a, a, a representation of what is real. They're just showing you stuff that make you to keep to keep you going to you you know understand the mm-hmm. world realistic. I had to explain that to my child because cartoons just don't really explain anything anymore. They're too busy trying. And, yeah. and of course, my, the bad guy was a black woman, by the way. So they had so they couldn't like kick the shit out of her, <laughs> like they would a black white dude, you know, a, a white bad guy. So yeah, it was really awkward of a conversation. And I had to talk to my kid. It's like is it all that. It's, it's not anything. It's just, it's just it's just stupid, son. And yeah, yeah. Any plans for any of your channels coming twenty twenty four? Because I mean, you have the crypto one. I I know that's been probably crazy right at this point, right? I have, the having's coming in. I think April or March next year, and the channel's gonna start booming up again. But I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it. For, I'm gonna do my channel during the boom. And near the end of the boom, I might stop doing it for crypto. My YouTube channel's been doing good. I have a video coming out tomorrow about um. Uh, I have a witty, black woman villain. No, it, it flipped at the end. Trust me. It, it, it wasn't how. Yeah, of course they had to make her all powerful, never wrong. Trust me, it's not happened in uh, Minions. Uh, Rise of Gru. It was the main, the main, fem- main villain was a black female. She was trying yeah. to take someone. She was actually the leader of the villain group. She was literally the leader of the Legion of Doom. And we're like, uh, this is a bad person, right? Now, luckily they did end up beating her, but it wasn't anything like super like beating her ass. But they at least acknowledged in that movie. If she's leading the villain group, then she's not a good person. At least, I, 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 don't you find it crazy that, 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 like, when you hear that people like movies, you're like, wait a minute, huh? So when you go and watch a good movie now, you're like, wait a minute, I actually like that. There, there's, this is not bad. This is not chewing well, horseshit. Well, I like movies when the bad guy gives at least a reason why they're bad, whether it's agreeable mm-hmm. or not agreeable. I always enjoy mm-hmm. those movies, or even when the bad guy wins, I enjoy those more because in the real world, bad guys can win. Mm-hmm. And in movies, it's always like good guy, good guy has a struggle, good guy feels like he lost, and a good guy wins. And it's kind of A to B, and it's really boring. Um, but yeah, no, I, my Yu-Gi-Oh channel, I don't know what I'm gonna do, MSK, because I, I'm, oh, no. I'm known for doing market watches, and I'm kind of burnt uh, um, because Konami scuffed the market so badly. It's, it's I know, really... dude. The market when I was doing them for my main channel gone. I, I put out market watches on my new my the channel I rebranded, and I love talking about the market and prices and how they go up. I love that stuff. But I was thinking to myself, I'm, I, I'm still gonna do them. That's that's never that's never not a question. It's more like the market has been in a free fall ever since like the half part of 2020, like whenever a new set comes out, prices tank immediately. That never used to really happen back then. Like, yeah, it did happen a little bit, but prices are so bad now. Like a new product coming out with good reprints, people expect, oh yeah, these cards are really good. The reprints are great. Yeah, but they're going to be worthless. What? Konami has been gambling in a secondary market via sealed set, and that's a very dangerous thing to do. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm making videos about Pokemon, talking about Pokemon. I'm not, I'm not in love with Pokemon, the game itself. I like Yu-Gi-Oh, the game itself, but everything else besides the actual card game, Yu-Gi-Oh has, it's terrible. Yeah. And Pokemon's infinitely better. Like and the structure like, surrounding Pokemon chassis is so much better. The structure is so much better. Events of Pokemon are in bed. I'm going to be doing a video of me traveling to a, a regionals. I pay $300 mm -hmm. for, to enter this regionals to get all the stuff. And I'm going to do a video because you're allowed to record the whole experience. They don't care mm -hmm. of everything. And I want to show you all the viewers, um, you know, what is going to be when you go to a Pokemon event, what to expect. And and I'll tell you, it's going to be better. We all know it's going to be better. But, like, mm -hmm. I want to show because Yu-Gi-Oh! players are used to not being not not having not not understanding like what else we have. Like Pokemon lets you film at their events. Pokemon gives you has a chance of buying goodie bags. Pokemon allows you to call static seating. So imagine going to YCS and having your seat and never ever having to leave it. You can have a VIP room. You can have all extra stuff at a Pokemon event. Pokemon actually has a better side event structure. It used to not be, but now it's better. Pokemon just has much better everything. You can win. You can get a chance to go to Worlds in Pokemon, whereas in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's it's a super bad struggle. And it's not even really worth it. There's just so much things that Pokemon has better than Yu-Gi-Oh. Even though Yu-Gi-Oh, as itself as a game, is better than Pokemon. And and the problem is starts with Konami. It ends with Konami. It's always been Konami. I'm I'm gonna do a remote video tomorrow, and in the video, I, it's it um, it's the same tone where. Konami lacks incentivization for the players to care about remote duels. So Konami quietly got rid of remote duels for the TCG because Konami doesn't care. Dude, That's have you noticed that when Pokemon, I, I follow Pokemon stuff, I don't play as much. I mostly collect. Well, I, I'll watch the streams. And what's really crazy about Pokemon is they live stream everything. Those regionals, those championships, everything. It's only weird to see Konami live streaming a lot more because people kept, it's so weird what stuff the player base will say how much they don't like and what they love about the other game. To the point where they actually do something. People notice recently they've been streaming a lot more of the YCSs. They, they've been streaming them. That's not a is that a coincidence? Because Pokemon's is streaming a lot of their stuff no, too. So so when people when YouTubers do videos, when, when community talks a mass, Konami does listen. It's they honestly truly do, and, and they do react. Uh, they they hundred percent. Konami has a huge problem though because they they're reacting only to a certain. They're only taking some information and not others, and yeah. they're trying new things, but they're not trying things that consistently work. Give me an example. Commentators in Yu-Gi-Oh! have always sucked. They've always sucked. Billy Bragg recently started getting he started getting a little bit better. He still sucks, but he started actually getting better as a commentator. Mm -hmm. So they they put this new person in the last YCS. I think it was the last YCS or the past two. He's a gay guy. Once again, no big deal. But he's an affluent. He has to, oh my god! And it's literally, you're watching a fucking game of Yu-Gi-Oh! And you have to hear that shit as you're watching a game. And it, and it devalues the quality. And then you got Billy Break. Once again, he's not perfect, but he's you can tell he's actually trying to become a better uh, a commentator. He's trying. I can see this. happening in a league with um, PPG has this girl now. There was a girl named, um, I forgot, jeez. Oh, the name, Latigris. She was doing some of the most fucked shit as a shoutcaster. Now, you know, well, Billy Break would be the color commentator. She was a shoutcaster telling you the plays in the game, and she was terrible. So now a riot ended up getting rid of her because the community was like, hey, we're not watching her. We'll mute when she's on. What is with why does it have to get that bad? Where people gotta be like, hey, can you please stop? Can because, you please get rid of this person? Because big companies got a huge line of ass kisses that'll tell them everything's not only going great, but going better. And rather than do something, they're gonna think their assets is doing great into the community in mass, or even their content creators go out. And this is why I think a rogue here made a great point in one of my videos. He said he also blames 
the reason why Konami has been doing so much fuckery, he blames the other YouTubers who aren't speaking out about these issues. And he's not wrong at all. The other YouTubers have sat back and allowed these issues mm -hmm. to progress. And they've been rewarded by getting a box of cards a week early. So so they're going to keep their mouth shut for a box. They sold out. The or they randomly will get invites to Master Duel events randomly because those happen like twice a year maybe. This, and they've sold their souls for a, an early access to a Yu-Gi-Oh product. Not money, but Konami's factoring in the amount of views and watch time they're going to get on that video is enough for money payment. It's like, yeah, okay. And they will, are willing to sell themselves out and their communities out for that. And it's pathetic. It, it's it, th Listen, I'm going to... I always say I'm the future of what most Yu-Gi-Oh players are going to be. Once Yu-Gi-Oh players get older, they're going to have families. They're going to have... They don't care. Money's not going to... Money isn't... It's always going to be an issue for everyone that has a family, but it's not a priority like it is when you're like 17, 18. And as you get older, you value other things equally, if not more, than just money. And I feel like when you get a player base gets to that point, what does Konami offer them? They have nothing. They have absolutely nothing. So, and why are Speed Duels still going on? They just announced Speed Duel Turner Pack 7. Like, who cares? Speed Duels is talking about Speed Duels, and, man. And Konami, Konami thinks Speed Duels is a way to get newer players into the game. That's literally what they think. Dead serious. I'm positive that's what they think. They think new players are going to play Speed Duels, then play actual Yu-Gi-Oh. They don't understand that Yu-Gi-Oh players aren't going to do that kind of bullshit. And they even go from Speed Duels to competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! Imagine playing Speed Duels and then playing Rescue Ace. Good luck. Like, it's not even a, a fair fight. They've even cut through. Originally, Speed Duels had main core booster boxes, starter decks. They cut all that. Now you just get a box of whatever retread of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX and yep. Duel Monsters. That's it. That's all you get. Just, just a box, basically just a legendary dragon decks. That's all you get. Here's, here's my theory. I've been saying it for a while, but I, I mean, this, it, you add I, more credence gets added to this theory. I think there was a good point of Konami selling themselves as a company to another company. And here's why I have this theory. Mm -hmm. After, during COVID, Konami realized that if players couldn't go anywhere, they can't make money. Not as much money as they would like to. Even when mm -hmm. they jacked their prices, they can't make money. They lost money during COVID. And Konami realized, <clears throat> they realized as a company, they need to get more players. The issue is they realized they can't get more players. Or, you know, whether it's teaching new players or bringing new players in, whatever that problem is. So Konami, I would imagine, this is my theory, said we have to sell this either the game itself, you know, everything you get the trading card game, or uh, universally. And the reason why I say this is because if you look at the past couple of years, Konami has made more rarities, more reprints, more cash grabs. They literally made a set to fight their own secondary market. That's how yeah. bad it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I believe they're going to continue this trend, and it's going to boost the revenue. And Konami wants to boost the revenue. And the only reason you would boost revenue like that, not just to make money today, because they knew that Konami's not dumb. They know if they make 50 bucks today, they could lose 100 tomorrow with mm -hmm. how bad they're fucking the secondary market. So all bears aren't a chaser like they used to be. So they know this already. So what I think is happening is Konami's boosting the revenue in the short term in order to sell this game out or sell the company out. And once that's done, they could deal with the rest of it. Because if you boost your revenue, what happens? Hey, look at this. I have a multi-billion dollar company. It's only a multi-billion dollar company because I've been fucking, I've been burning everything to the ground to make that money. I don't care what I, who's throwing I got slit. Bro, the anniversary yeah, set yeah. killed vendors. They fucked their own vendors over in the anniversary. It's all that. Mm -hmm. Bad, bro. Just to make more money. What happened I to that thing Konami said where we're only going to have ultimate rares and OTS tournament packs? God, God. Again, yeah, you know, when money talks, they're like, you know what? We did say that, but we're also disingenuous as fuck. 
They're, they're, they're slitting throats to make the most amount of money, and they want to do it in a very short time. That screams to me that they're looking to sell the company. Remember that Ruxin video he made? I don't, I don't really watch him a lot, but he did make this one video about how much stores lose on product. And it's, I, I knew it was bad, and I knew all this stuff was really going on. For me, I, I know a, a few stores myself, friends on Facebook, I'll, I'll hit him up every once in a while, talk about this, these kind of things. It's, it can be pretty bad. If you're not in a good area with an active player base, it's bad. So, like, the fact that in his video he posted out how true or this is how factual this is, the fact that a Legend of Blue Eyes set released in 2023 because it's an anniversary set sells more than the new stuff just goes to show you how fuck they've made Yu-Gi-Oh this bad. That was the first set ever. And that's not even a first edition box. That's not a limited box. It's not even first edition. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, Konami's looking to short sell everything as fast as possible. I wouldn't be surprised. Want to hear that? Want to hear a sneak preview of what's gonna happen next? I'll tell you right, what's gonna happen next. The star, the, the ghost rares that we covered so heavily, Scarlet mm -hmm. Dragon, Black Rose Dragon. I'll bet you anything they're gonna go after them next. How much you want to bet? Why? Because that mm -hmm. that will give them a ton more money. And and why? It looks good on the sheets. And why? Because they want to sell. I think Konami is looking to sell. They need to make as much money in a short amount of time as fast as possible. And this that span within a couple of years. Dude, the market turnover has been really bad. Like, well, usually set like Ghost in the past too. The market turnover on that was awful. Ghost rares all yeah. basically tanked outside of like three of them. Rarity, the Rarity collection set. That's I haven't checked that one recently, but I heard that's been like okay. Has it been like okay, or is it like just Rarity, it's one of them where it comes out the 25th anniversary Rarity collection? It's been falling. It's been falling badly. It debuted so high and fell so fast. That remember earlier this year we had Relentless Revenge came out decently high, tanked. Every set does that now. The only way to make money off the set is just basically selling. Which is what normally people would advise against buying pre-sales. The only way to make money now is these vendors, they just sell the cards pre-sale. Like, how much product are they moving out of Relentless Revenge? Really? Not a lot. Like, Not a lot. And like I said, Konami, Konami doesn't care as a company. They're making these moves, in my opinion, because they're trying to get rid of this company as fast as possible. They want to make a, as much amount of money in a short amount of time to maximize the amount they'll get via via sell, you know, via selling to another company. It'd be company. crazy how much money they could make through Master Duel, but they never, ever utilize it to the full never. potential. They're nope. just, like, content. Oh, people play it enough. It's fine. It's like, but it could they have just a be better. They have a monthly Master Duel extravaganza. Uh, yeah, I know. That, yeah. Is, that is the hierarchy of Master Duel. That is pathetic. It is so bad. They used to stream those events. Remember that? They used to stream. Remember that when they used to stream the remote events? Mm -hmm. It was great. And what happened? Got rid of all of it. Konami, that, that, that's, yeah, because they, 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 in their opinion, you know how the like, big corporations would be. If it doesn't have enough viewership, they don't justify keeping it, which makes sense. But if there's no interest, don't keep but that, it. But, that, but, but that's not as true because Konami streams have been always like really low. And when he used to do the extravaganza, they yeah. were at the same numbers. I mean, if you look at Pokemon streams, they're 3,000, 2,000. You yeah. look at you, you look at uh, you, your YCS and, and and Twitch right because I, I know on Twitch the viewership could, could be a bit higher on Twitch. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, but, but Yu-Gi-Oh streams aren't big. They're not. They're yeah, not. They really never have been big. Yeah, right. It, the only time it's ever big it's in the finals, and even then, if it's a shit finals, nobody watches. So only, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Konami, it, it's South America extravagant remote duel events. Whenever they stream those events, they're not that big. The European events aren't that big. The American events are only big if it's known oh. players or Dude, remember that thing where you you, you you had a video based around those uh the shareholder meeting that shareholders meeting that got leaked. I mean, to be fair, that basically just kind of confirmed everything we already knew. And one of the biggest quotes people just forget in that video that you did was. People forget their the main thing that they said. They don't know how to 
excite enthusiasm into the player base anymore. Because the players have said, this is what they said, the players don't like watching blowouts. Okay, but that is the symptom of how Konami's made the game. Konami's basically made the game of like, summon certain monsters, keep hand traps in hand, kill your opponent. That's it. That's how they've made the game since like, what, 2000 fucking 12, maybe? 13? Dragon was probably the easiest one to really... To, to indicate for that, like players said, they don't like watching blowouts. They, I mean, if people are following Yu Gi Oh, you, you're more like the little anime approach of like going back and forth. Well, Konami's marketing is basically not even a vet around. They're using the same promo video for a new sets that they've used since the debut of this game. That's yeah. fucking sad. The market they don't have bad. any. Yeah. They have no. They have no. No real Twitter. Uh, Twitter base to grow on. No followers. They really don't on their official Yu Gi Oh channel. They have, yeah, they don't have Instagram, any interaction. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they have no social media presence. Dude, I guarantee you, if you spent more time on Twitter, you would have more followers than Konami. Oh, I do. I definitely do. It's pathetic. They're a joke. Like, Konami... Konami Konami doesn't promote via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. They rather do it Mm -hmm. on a blog and their website. That's the way that they honestly think players are going to care. They're going to do it on a blog and their website. Everything else is bullshit to Konami. Even just things like this, the new Fire King structure deck. So there, there's a reason why I haven't put out that many Yu-Gi-Oh videos. It's not because I don't love Yu-Gi-Oh. I love Yu-Gi-Oh to death. It's just, it's not that I love talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. It's more like, why could I be excited and tell people you should be excited for a Fire King structure deck? Why? <laughs> That's the last product of 2023 and their Yu-Gi-Oh 25th anniversary is a Fire King structure deck. What, what was special about this anniversary? That they that they re-released the legendary collection for the third time. I remember when those came out because I was in high school and those were binders. Those were binders. The second edition is the Game Board edition. They re-released yeah. the fucking first legendary collection. <laughs> what are you doing? And and they sat back and they said, Oh, they're gonna love this. Oh, the players are gonna go crazy about this. When it couldn't be further from the truth. Like, who like I don't like rehashing Yu-Gi-Oh! products. Might just be the most laziest cash grab thing ever. Rehashing a Yu-Gi-Oh product that you've already bought, where you have the first edition printing of the cards. Why was you... this company well, is still out of touch, man? I don't get it's, it. It's not even just that. It's the fact. Oh, that... they did announce a Master Domain event coming up on December seventeenth. I don't know if anybody knows that really, but you know. No, because they don't promote. They don't promote how to promote their events, so majority of players don't know that and get upset. When Konami rolls out and says, you're welcome. Fucking for what? You did nothing. Pokemon creates a website for every for all their events. And, and yeah, Pokemon I, Go, they have a TCG. Yeah, yeah. And, how, and, how, how did you like the 151? The Scarlet 151 uh, set release? So that was more of a collector set, but even that set had a card. I think it was like the Mew, Mew came out of that set. It wasn't yeah. a bad set. But that set was purely so Yu-Gi-Oh had a, remember when the Yu-Gi-Oh goes, Oh, we have the collector's rarity, and this is a collector set, but it really wasn't. It had like dry trying to shit in it. Pokemon <laughs> 151 literally had stuff for collectors. Like you could pull a Charizard that's never gonna see meta play, but that's like $120. You know, you can pull Alakazam, the art art, $32. There is some cards that do see meta play, but not a lot, and they, they didn't market it as a meta relevant set. It was more of like a collector set. So Pokemon's oh really God. smart when they do stuff like that. Dude, look at this. Just okay. So like, Twitter now is mostly based on views. The views are are pretty pretty big. But like, this we partner with our favorite content creators, starting with this is Cybernite. I'm pretty sure still. It's Cybernite. Like, God. Twenty retweets. There's no there's no real traction here. There's no. It's bro. I'm telling look you, at it's this. so bad. 
There's no interest in that. No. What the fuck? Dominant's a good kid, but God, man, it's nothing. There's just Ugh. nothing. Like, and did anyone care about Valiant Smashers? Anybody give a fuck about this that even existing? People had random random kids at locals hyped it up, but Konami themselves did nothing to it besides one random Twitter post. They don't know how to gain follows on Twitter. They don't know how to gain follows. They don't know how to gain the community that they that already have. Imagine having a massive community like the Yu-Gi-Oh! player base, the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! player base, and having no way to gain them to follow you. Even a fucking follow, they can't have it done because they're so inept at getting social media presence. The only thing that can really generate interest in people is going back to the, you know, Yugi Kaiba Joey, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters anime. But how many times can they keep can't doing do it. that? The, the guy that made it, he dead. <laughs> yeah. He is yeah. gonzo, son. Homeboy is god. Dude, I don't know if you play Speed Duels, but the last thing I checked in Speed Duels, they keep do. redoing. They keep, and they've never even went to Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, which is their last, like, they're saving that one. Because they know that's probably, that's, that was the last time people cared about Yu-Gi-Oh! watching the anime. They're saving Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds because they've only been basically rehashing. They had Streets of Battle City. Now, now they're having, guess what, guys? Another GX. Midterm, final term. Another one. Another one. That, these products are so shit. The only thing good about Speed Duels is the secret rarity that comes out of the cards. That looks pretty the, cool. The Speed Duel meta stale because there's one deck called My Pr Something Princess or My 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 Queen or whatever. I, I bought the deck. Oh, wait, I'm getting more cards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the deck soon. Literally, that's the only way... That's the only deck in the meta. They have a tier zero meta right now in fucking speedos. It's but I thought this was bad. created to not be like the original idea that I, I think the reason why they created speed duels. This was supposed to be second. This was supposed to be if you didn't want to play this, you could put this as an alternative. Well, your alternatives suck. You get more players playing uh, Edison format than speed duels, but yet somehow Konami made a speed duel extravaganza that's done monthly. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Talk about not knowing your own player base, bro. People like, would rather go and play like unsanctioned goat tournaments than play anything in modern Yu-Gi-Oh. It's bad, bro. It's so Pack bad. format and Duelist Alliance format are gonna come, and I can't wait to play those as retro formats. I can't wait. Oh, I love it. And there's gonna be and there's more people that will play in a time wizard format. Time wizard format had, I think they had an event not long ago, it had like 112 players. Yeah, Master Extravaganza and Speed Extravaganza combined still can't make those amount of players. It's bad, dude. Like, did, did you care about that new pop collection they came up with? Fuck no. <laughs> I, I I think okay, I like the the beginning of the pop collection, but now they're just trying to rehash it and sell it to me. Fucking suck a dick, bro. I bought my Yugi, bought my Kaiba. Everything else is trash. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Konami the relies on their man. YouTubers. Oh, the collection is trash. Konami re relies on their Yugi tubers. That's how fucking cheap they are. Yeah, yeah. It's and the Yugi tubers. Yeah, some of the Yugi tubers that they promote are fucking dickheads too. That's even crazier. So imagine promoting Yugi tubers, but they're pieces of shit. But you're like, fuck it. I need them to make you promote my game. That's how bad Konami's that stupid that they allow dickheads to promote their game. Some of those, not all of them, but some of them are fucking horrible people. Horrible people. And Konami still promotes them because they got they get enough views. Fuck it. We've reached like uh, so I I know there was YCS Richmond that was recent. Guys yep. playing Unchained one. I mean, Unchained, the deck that was got one card and became good. Crazy. YCS Richmond champion. He, let's be real. He one won it because nobody, nobody, nobody really meta grinded against Unchained because they thought it was dead. Because technically, it was dead. It wins his event. It's not going to win. The, if they had a YCS this weekend, it would not win. 
it would not even win I'm, at I'm all. I'm just saying, this is the people that they cater to. Pro wrestling furries and Yu-Gi-Oh! are real. Queer Yu-Gi-Oh! playing, oh my... He, they... Jesus. Why is the Democratic Party trending? When I, when I, right when I pulled that up, I hate it. Dude, this game is fucking going downhill. That's why, listen, Pokemon has their liberal idiots, but at least I could just go and play Pokemon not to deal with a lot of shit. Like, that's at least... I could play in Pokemon Worlds if I do good in Pokemon. Yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh!, not only do you do good, you have to like you have to go through a gauntlet. And after the end of that gauntlet, you, if you're lucky enough to play in the top playoffs at Nationals on that Friday, you have to beat all those players. If not, you don't get to go to work. Like, it's so – you get them put so much stuff in front of your face, and the, and, the, and the price isn't even anything of value. You lose money by winning in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, how fucking dumb is that? You have to hock your shit to break even if you win a YCS. That's fucking bad, dude. You That's, have to basically sell everything you worked hard to get just to make money. You have to take your profit. YouTube shit to that, a pawn shop in order to break even. <laughs> That's crazy, man. People don't even make money. People say, oh, I, mean, I plus. I always hated that. I plus. No, you didn't. You broke even. You're just a fu- you just can't count because you're stupid. Like, motherfucker didn't break. Motherfucker didn't make no money. The Yu Gi Oh! Market Watch used to be was only bashing on making money for the player base. And the, now, since Konami's literally selling into the market. There's no way players can make money. This is why I like slowing down doing my market watch videos. I wanted to come back and do them. I had an idea of doing them. I had some cool ideas. Mm-hmm. The minute I saw these sets come out, and they're not gonna people think that Konami's gonna be done. That's it. No more, no more 25th anniversary. All done. Yeah, Konami made a fuck ton of money for the anniversary. You got them mm-hmm. fucked up if you don't think there's a 26th anniversary happening next year. Konami's coming for that money. Easily. Mm. It's crazy because what do they really do for the twenty fifth anniversary though? Yeah, an event on Master Duel. They re released the Legendary Collection. They, they didn't hype up their new money. anime. They didn't. They didn't hype up a, a new anime series. You should be watching the Sevens. Is kind of, I think still going on? Who fuck knows? No movies. Nothing. The people that this is this should be Yu Gi Oh's biggest achievement. Twenty five years of the trading her game. Massive potential fan base still out there. Nothing. Just no. nothing. Just a cash grab. Ain't that something? And they dangled the thing, 25th anniversary, keys. Hey, hey, stupid people. I, I know we've kind of bossed our most greatest year potentially of celebrating this game's history. But here, please. So stupid, man. Even with y- YCSs, do people even know who's won the most YCSs? Who's our YCS LeBron James or Kobe Bryant? I don't fucking know. They don't care. Konami doesn't even, even preserve competitive integrity. They don't even tell you who's been the most champion, who has the most rings. That stuff, that people get excited. Oh, I want to take that guy down. He's got the most rings. That inherently makes people excited to beat that guy. Or do better than that. There's no competitive excitement because they don't treat their fucking events like they're prestige. Weiss's events are said by them to be to be the most prestigious events of Yu-Gi-Oh! history. I don't feel that. And the winner went to Nintendo Switch, a console that came out in 2017. That's what the winner wins. Hey, you win. Here's a 2017 gaming console. Bro, give me a Nintendo at least, bro. Don't fuck. Like, stop with this horse shit. But people give kept saying, NES. oh, you could sell the Switch. Yeah, I could also get AIDS. I don't know. Get your get your eighty dollars. So, tell us what you get your eight and get eighty dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude, fuck yeah, dude. Same here, man. Why should anybody in the U.S. give a damn about the new Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush shows if we don't and won't get the cards over here? That's right? right. People are like, That's oh yeah, right. Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush tools is great. I I can flat out guarantee you guys right now. Time that product comes out, no one's buying it. But like, on Twitter, they'll be like, oh yeah, it's the feature of Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm gonna put modern Yu-Gi-Oh! to shame. Time those cards come out, ain't no one buying that shit. I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way, will ever die fully. 
but I do think it'll be watered down to the point of, I mean, at the point where it, it should be, it'd be embarrassing to play, you could say, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Magic, where now the top three is Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, Pokemon Magic. But in the future, I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh! is going to hold that title anymore due to the lack of how, how, how due, to, due to how much they dropped the ball uh, against so many people uh, via, you know, the player base, obviously, but even the retro players, the current players, uh, the regular consumers even, it, it, they're just cash grabbing at this point, and it's so blunt, so obvious, and they're not giving anything back to the player base. You, The best players in Yu-Gi-Oh! don't... YouTubers! YouTubers who fucking go on YouTube make more money than the of streaming the uh, YCS event than the guy that actually wins the YCS event. How fucking crazy is that, bro? That is mind-boggling. People that are sitting home through a webcam, beaten off on stream, doing weird Twitch cringe shit. It's winning more than the winner of the YCS. Those Twitch Prime subs and all the all the money you get from that potentially, if you're for big enough, you've made more money just sitting there, literally commentating over a, a game, then saying what this person could have did, could have not did, even though the person doesn't give a fuck. He's just beating off. I've done well, not beating off, but I have seen. <laughs> I've seen. I've streamed nationals and made more money streaming nationals. Than the person actually winning the event easily, easily, it's Did crazy. You, yeah, I forgot you. You haven't streamed nationals in a hot minute. I mean, there's there's, there's no. no. Oh, sorry, a, a world too. Like, why would anybody stream worlds this year? It's awful. It's awful. They don't. I remember remember one year they had. I think they got a McDonald's sponsor. They don't. They don't. They're hot shit. So they they were saying esports. <laughs> remember that shit. <laughs> oh, no, that. Esports. Oh, that was so cringe. So we got oh, a McDonald's. It's so crazy. Certain esports events have, although obviously certain esports events, whichever game you play, give or take, has prize pools. Konami ain't giving out no prize pool. Oh no, bro! Take your squids and your goofy ass game case and get the fuck out of here, says Konami. I love the way they treated the. I love the way they treated the Masterdoll finals. They had it basically. You watched three people screens. It wasn't just someone going one v one v one v one. I was like, bro. What are we doing here? So you've watched the Master Duel Finals in from three people's perspectives. Who? Fuck. It's Is bad, that what dude. they think people want to watch? Yu-Gi-Oh! from a perspective of three other people dueling at the exact same time? Really? Well, not, not only just that, it's the fact that like the quality has never gotten better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The commentators have only gotten shittier. That, that that has been truthful. The commentators have gotten shittier and the quality has been the same. Good old Konami. I love it. Dude, I went to the Walmart. I went to Walmart I have in town. The fucking tins are like 30 bucks. And I was like, 30 bucks for this shit? Oh hell. Fuck. Yeah, it's $30 for those tins now. 30 bucks. Every, every, and, and no one's buying that shit too, because I mean maybe little kids the here. The tins and there, used to be but... a gold mine. The tins used to be the, the yeah. biggest thing in Yu-Gi-Oh! throughout every year. Tins have been a joke since like they used to be $20. I remember that. The last tints I remember people were really being excited for was the one with Dark Dragoon, where they got rid of promos, which have been in the game since it began, and the one with um, Nibiru. The last one that was really hit was the Nibiru one with Dark Arula No More. Those are the last two tins that really hit the people. Yeah. I mean, the 2021 was fine, but the, the, the tins are like, oh, yeah, what's well, going to get reprinted so it can crash in the market in less than two days? Yay. It's like, it's like what? That's that's what the big see, that that's why I, I mean I didn't stop doing market watch because of this, but it was a it was a reason where you'd basically just follow a set, cover what what gets reprinted, and then basically follow it until it crash and burns. That's literally all it was. That, that's literally all it came down to. This up a crash and burn. 
Well, I, I would always have out. fun. I would always have fun what wasn't reprinted because you know when it get hit in the balance, so it would survive. So and those cards ideally would be worth more money. Like if you look at a bunch of Tiedemann cards, the ones that didn't get reprinted went up in value, which is really cool. Like I always enjoy doing that. But the problem is Konami's fucking right there. They're like, oh, this one will make a QCR this bad boy. And you're like, well, guess is nothing. Right. Favorite Yu-Gi-Oh memory as a kid was getting the Jinso tin. I, I knew they were trying to cut costs when we stopped getting two tins and we got just one mega tin. Oh the yeah. Mega tin. It costs mega more money. <laughs> All you get is basically one bluff and more bullshit. Konami's like, we got you. Don't you worry about a thing, boys. I guarantee you, you if they went back to the 210 structure next year, because the 25th anniversary, you think you can't do it anymore. Well, you can't do that next year. Do a Yugi 10 and a Kaiba 10, those will sell. I guarantee you they will. It's Yugi and Kaiba. But the thing here is, why don't they... They need to get back to their roots, man, about what made certain products good. Like, dude, the Legendary Duelist set, the one with the the Salmagrade support, the only reason why those cards went up in value is because they put Gazelle back to three. When Gazelle, when Gazelle was at one, that th- those prices weren't shit. Yeah. It, people kept saying, hey, we'll buy this product if you unban- if you unlimit Gazelle. But then you got to factor into yourself, why was Gazelle at one for about six years when Salomon Grates have basically just done fuck all? Why are cards on the list for like five to six years when they've done literally – the strat, the archetype itself has done nothing? You'll literally have cards on, on the list that are so fucking long. Like, why was why are some of these cards still there? You gotta ask yourself, like, this does public judgment being limited still is like, bro, who playing spell books in 2023? <laughs> well, in the, the funnier part too is like when they finally unban a card, you kind of know it's happening because they already have the reprint coming through as well. <laughs> they're like, like, they're signaling they're about to unban a card. I remember doing market watches. I'm like, I don't have to tell you when Maxi comes out. Konami's going to when they reprint it before they drop a ban list. And it yeah. would happen. And everyone would go, oh my god, you're so smart doing the market watch. No, dummy! They, they I made unlimited the card. They made the card in the... It's in, They reprinted it. That's why. That's why we knew Judgment was going to come like a mile away because they fucking reprinted the living piss out of Judgment. As well as other cards as well. But like, and Konami's real slick when they do their goofy shit like that. They've always been like that. And it's so bad. It's so bad now. Like it used to be a lot more and you used to be able to deal with it better, but it's bad. You think the player base has gotten naturally not as passionate or enthusiastic throughout the years? I think it's just I, can't do... I don't know, man. <laughs> well, also, I mean, you get Master Duel used to get so many people watching on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Master Duel has fallen off so far fucking hard they, but they used, used to, to get, bring in like uh, those really big twitch streamers like uh fuzzly they used to bring, bring in some decently known ones but they got tired of playing Yu-Gi-Oh! because newsflash konami they were never they never cared about you get scared they're like i watched you as a kid what's the main character's name yagi okay all right okay <laughs> oh yeah, my well, god well th- there's nothing now i mean now you got a couple of streamers here and there you got a couple of people coming in you know chilling but there's really nobody watching like Yu-Gi-Oh on Twitch anymore. The only people who watch is I, I, Remote Duels used to pull in a lot more viewers. And I think Remote Duels kind of slowed on their viewers because a lot of streamers like Pac and all those other guys went to Master Duel. And when they go to Master Duel, they'll stream it and re- maintain their numbers. But it's not a lot. They're still maintaining. Like, I think I think Remote Duel can have a huge community. The problem is it won't because OTS stores will slowly stop doing it because players will slowly stop going to it mm-hmm. because of want to play on, on the, the, it, the problem with um remote was people like even top players like pack and all those guys they can take l's and it was fun to watch 
but the players like Pack and those guys didn't want to do that all the time. Mm. And I think that's and but and Konami didn't add more incentivization, so they just left in the master where if they win or lose, it don't matter. They'll quickly, it's it's fast Yu Gi Oh. Because the only Yu Gi Oh's never been that big on Twitch outside of like general Yu Gi Tubers bringing their audience over. They're like Cap G, Cali, Farfa, and Triff. I think were the or John or like big ones over on Twitch. I mean DZ kinda, but if they're not streaming Yu Gi Oh on Twitch, guys, you see the number of Yu Gi Oh in the Twitch live feed. It's you get like fifty nine viewers. It's bad. It's pretty bad. It's Farfa bad. literally has to basically stream like low tier deck metas to get any traction. I remember he was doing that like tier table 500 deck tournament. Like, bro. And they're running out of ideas constantly. Like they're constantly just losing the idea of like what to do. Because I feel like a lot of these people, the, 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 the few streamers that are there, a lot of them, have, they're in the same situation where it's like, do I continue to do a mass duel and lose viewers? Because that's what's happening right now. Mass duel is losing people. Mm-hmm. Do I do try to go back to remote duels? Well, not many locals are doing remote duels anymore. So what are they gonna do? And I remember a couple of years ago, you had guys like Coder that used to say, "This is my job," meaning you know, being a streamer. <laughs> and they're just lo- like number wise, it's not looking good like it used to be for a lot of these guys because people don't really want watch Twitch as much because Konami made it less fun. You know, there's not much stuff going on unfortunately for these players and twitch's bullshit really kills people's interest like getting four ads ad. even watch- so i remember when i would stream people would constantly bitch at me about the ads and i would say i i, I did a stream and I, I had to show them i turned my ads off and twitch turned them on for twitch so i would get no revenue but twitch would put ads on my channel which i said i don't want no revenue and still put twitch will make money off it it was fucked up yeah dude it's like I, I haven't really watched these guys in a long time. I'm still, like, kind of sub to them every once in a while I watch a video. But, like, how how is John's – John literally stopped streaming on YouTube to go just exclusively to Twitch. I don't know how that's been as beneficial for them. Or, or M- MCLO40 still still does it for that I, I don't watch Zodiac any- TV channel. Sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude's a loser. But I don't I don't really watch any, any of the streamers anymore. Um, I, I just haven't really had time to sit down and watch Andy streamers, but I will say uh, every now and then I'll, I'll check in and I'll see their numbers and they don't look so good. Like they, I remember how they used to be. So I know mm-hmm. when I see their numbers, and it looks lower. I know that, that this used to not be the case. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, I mean, I, I, listen, streaming Yu-Gi-Oh is fun. I miss streaming Yu-Gi-Oh. I want to go back to streaming Yu-Gi-Oh. I really do as well. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I know I'm going to go back into something that is not going to have a massive community like it once did because not everyone's stuck in their house as well anymore. So it's going to be a challenge, but I think that's a challenge that a lot of these other streamers are facing right now. Yeah, we're going to head out of here soon. Uh, but last thing I'll ask you, you got any big plans for your Yu-Gi-Oh! channel, maybe from 2024, considering how Konami's been basically just shitting on the game just entirely by how they're ran? Yeah, I'll be honest, no. <laughs> uh, don't. I mean, I, I okay, so I have a cha- a family channel I, I created a while back with me. Yeah, I remember I that one, did. yeah. Yeah, you know how many views one of my videos has got? And I'm not trying to flex. I'm just stating, like, like fact it, here. Didn't it get uh, upwards of, like, the 8800K or something like that? No, okay. So I did two videos on the channel. The first video has, let me just go exactly over the number, 160-something thousand views. Uh, 167,000 views. The second video has 568,000 views. It was a place called Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. Great Wolf Lodge actually responded and actually they used my video footage. In uh, on their cha- on their channel, you know, and I was like, yeah, sure, no big deal. Do and, and it's fun. I went had vacation with my family, recorded some videos, came home, did my YouTube shift, edited it, spliced it up, 
threw it on YouTube and it did great. Um, and then I'll do my YouTube, my Yu-Gi-Oh! YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And even if I work my ass off on doing a good video, it might not do as good because the Yu-Gi-Oh! community is not as big and it's dwindling. The only community within a Yu-Gi-Oh! community that has a good player base is, if you notice, and this is really important, the Nostalgia Yu-Gi-Oh! videos. So if you do a video about Nostalgia Yu-Gi-Oh!, that will get a lot of views. But yeah. nothing really else is getting any views. Tony Saran. Oh, we're just talking about, you know, OnlyFans bitches, actually. That's right. Great Wolf Lodge is a great vacation for families. Those wands are expensive as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it costs a lot of... So Great Wolf Lodge recently has something come out in the Poconos called Villas. They're like, for the weekend, it's like $2,500. So I reached out to them and said, hey, listen, I... I Listen, I got two videos. It's about 700,000 views between those two videos. I, I know how to do YouTube. I know how to record content. I would love to come down. If you guys could, you know, set something, we work something out. Just, hey, listen, I, just don't charge me. Let me come down and record content with my family. I'll pay for food and everything else. I, I'm not asking for, like, a full free ride. Just mm -hmm. $20 million the bills a lot. And I will fucking easily make a, a banger of a video that will get a ton of views. Because their videos uh, for Great Vlogs, they get like 300 vi views a video at most. Mm -hmm. And I can get easy. I, I, I will guarantee 100,000 views a video easily. If once again. So I'm, I'm seeing if they email me back. I might do more videos. I might do more family stuff and do videos. You, like more, I enjoy you had more traction on crypto. What about the sound you made about uh, One Piece, actually? So, yeah, I, I stopped that channel. And I still get comments every now and then asking me to come back. Uh, I actually had a sponsorship with a company called, oh my God, I thought they were come. A company reached out to me to ask me to do a sponsor. And I had to hit them on and say, listen, I can't do a sponsor. I can't do any more content on the channel because Bandai was putzing, they're just dropping the ball. And Again? Oh, oh no. Badly. Bandai, Bandai punting another card game. Oh no. They Jeez. were, to this day, I mean, I have a One Piece deck, but like I'm not. I, I, I think I made a comment saying, hey, do I even come back to One Piece on that channel? And nobody really said anything. Which I don't blame them because the, the One Piece community, for the most part, died because, uh, I mean, so many problems. That's a whole different subject of fuckery. But Bandai basically, it came down to Bandai fucking up that game. And when you look at a game like um, Yu-Gi-Oh!, it even made Yu-Gi-Oh! look good. That's how bad Bandai dropped the ball on One Piece. Dude, they'll, they'll always have these bigger properties, get card games like My Academia card game came out, failed. Disney Lorena or something, Lorena, Lacquisha, whatever Lord came out. Lorena is massive, but the only really? reason why it's yeah, but the only reason, but here's why Lorena is going to fail because Lorena makes their sets and they don't make enough of the sets, so they ha and and also the MSRP and a, a pack of Lorena cards is seven dollars, not four. Mm. I think I think Lorena is going to fall flat on its ass. And the reason why it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that it's overcharging for and giving less out. They they decided to not hold any competitive events for a year. They're just dropping the ball left and right. No competitive events for your highest selling card game. No bro. competitive events. Yep. Uh, but yeah, guys, I I, I got to get to bed. Uh, thank you guys for coming out for Monday Mayhem. We'll do a solo episode with V very soon, but he will be back on Wednesday for my birthday. Well, birthday is gonna be on the sixth. Tomorrow's TBS Tuesday's Big Showdown where we go over. Oh, basically, just li liberals posting L's. I mean, that's just, just saying that's, that's that's every day for them, really. And I'll ask people this: If your kid, this thing, you know what really gets people to do things? Fear. If you go to a doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, uh, your kid's gonna kill themselves if they, if they don't become trans and you don't abide by their pronouns." 
Yeah, that's a leave that doctor alone. Listen no do- to your ten year old child; they'll tell you all the everything that's the truth. Give them ice cream yeah. for dinner too. Why not? Fuck it. it. Isn't that crazy that people don't realize that these kind of doctors have a financial incentive to lie to you so you, they can oh, keep yeah. you coming back? Like what? People, people understand. People act in their own self interest. I, I don't know what's such a hard thing, what's a concept to grasp. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a good looking black guy with a lot of money in California. And uh ftx as a cryptocurrency so i lost everything no i'm just kidding guys i'm just a broke black guy in california that looks really good gonna go watch them all amaranth videos after this Amor- she has a great set of tits yeah she posted she's i'm 22 no you're 32 like what wow she looks, i would say she looks good for her age huh. she, also, adjusting she, how you doing man she should just do porn and call it a day what's going on dude i remember juice can i do him buddy I haven't seen Excuse it. Oh, what we all was on stream. Yeah, man. Back in the day when V was raging at House of Champs because he snitched because of the OTS turn fact selling thing. Holy crap. And we pointed out to him, hey, these other guys are doing this too. But they're like, oh yeah. Um But they're not doing market watches. That was the problem. And and I remember I was not only doing it, but doing it more successful. That really ate at him that I was doing it better than he was. Oh, remember the, video, remember the drama video Robbie made? He, he never mentioned you because that's when people do their cowards. They can't mention someone. They're like, they know this guy's so bad the for the community. <laughs> well, John, John mentioned me and got blasted by his community because they made fun of him because of how bad and wrong he was. And, how, and, and I'm really good at pointing out the stupidity in a content creator. So they have to not mention me by name because they get they know when I, when, I, when I clap back, it's really bad for them, no matter what it is in their situation. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We're going to have a one-on-one with Daniel P. Riley and then have Tuesday's Big Showdown. We'll see you guys later. Have a great